start with Humblewood, We Didn't Start the Fire, Season 2, Interlude. We're in August 2020, and... And I'm Tyler, I'm the Game Master, and to my left we have X playing Y. Peter as Pipsqueak Smallpaws, the Jerubin Cleric. Ian as Spiky the Rogue. Mark as Bucky, son of Venny the Barbarian. Okay guys, uh, and we want to recap what happened last season. Well, we probably should, because some people weren't present for that. <laughs> yeah. yep. all, I, I think it's kind of all on you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had some adventure in Alderheart, where there were a lot of refugees, and we had to take care of them. So we went out to a town of, what was that thing called? Swamp crap-ass place. Something around. Hey, Ma! It was, it was Tin Town. Yeah, we went to That's Tin it. Town. It's because we need to go and handle some slimes for their... And buy food. drugs. Yeah, and then the town got attacked by some fire bats and meteorites. And it all burned down, so we had more refugees to bring to Alderheart. And we did. But you did also save some members of the Perch Guard from a slow, agonizing death in the slime pits. Well, yeah, small detail, small, you know, possum safety. Yay. It's not a small detail to them, and it may come up later. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, and then on the way back, we got attacked by river pirates, and we think we killed them all, but apparently we didn't, from what we've learned, or I don't think we've actually learned that, but we know. We that was a know. fight with brutal consequences, if I remember correctly. Yeah, one of our friends, Tintoof, died. Poor Tintoof. So yeah, then we got back to Alderheart, and it was time for some politics about refugees and where people are being sent. And yeah, we had multiple episodes about uh, trying to sway various voters, trying to bring them to our side so we wouldn't be sent into the middle of nowhere to become bandits ourselves, because, you know, that's what happens when you send out refugees. I mean, if you've got no other options. I mean... (laughs) It's a terrible thing. (laughs) But yeah, we had lots of fun back and forth going there. We implicated some people in some trafficking of magical animals. And we made some deals with Kren, the evil uh, fox and what have you. That's and... not a that's not a we statement. That's a you statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bucky was was busy doing other stuff. You made deals with an evil fox. It's okay. She's not evil, but she is unscrupulous. I mean, ah. she's literally you know evil alignment. But we're not playing D anD D. If there was an evil uh, you know mm. Amaranthine in there, it would be crap. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> And I do remember that some people, other people also owe Cran for some help, but regardless. So yeah, we made some deals that some of us might regret later. And yeah, then eventually we had a showdown with our political nemesis, Geralt, or Gallant de Grand, or what was, who's the name? Uh, it was Gallant. Gallant de Grand. Gallant de Grand, yeah. yeah. So many Gs. And we debated him till he croaked on the stage. Yeah, he had an aneurysm. What? <laughs> yes. That's that's the correct way to debate. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, no, let's have a debate to, to convince him or something, something. But then I was, no, we're going to kill him. We're going to kill him dead. So we were 
you know, doing that. And then we had a flawless victory and he dropped. Well, look, it's just simple logic. You can't actually exist. It's impossible. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, uh, what, what, what they did is before that, they had spent a lot of time kind of like undoing all of his plans and thwarting all of his aspirations. And then they confronted him with the fact that, you know, everything that he had done was for naught. And, you know, he was completely useless and they were destroying him and they were going to unseat him in the election. And it got him so worked up that a vessel in his brain popped. And he just dropped dead. Wow. Uh, if this was exalted, this would be cup boils over. But yeah. <laughs> There'd be a charm for this. Yes. So the end result of that whole negotiation and political maneuvering um, was that you guys would have say in what was going to happen to the refugees and you'd be able to direct it. But the, the but that was hanging on the end of that statement is that the council now expects you to take full charge of that. Um, so you guys are tasked with handling the refugee crisis, and it is now your problem. Yay. So that that's what Pipsqueak was up to, um, <laughs> along with uh, Luna and Redbeak. Um, but in the meantime, uh, we had we have two other people who are here. Uh, who were involved in some different stuff. Uh, Bucky, uh, who is not really one for politics, um, decided that he would head out and he would directly try and solve some of the problems that have been going on with the refugee crisis um, and alleviating their concerns and, you know, just sort of like doing good, strong, adventuring work for them and helping the community in a very real, tangible way. Um, and as a result, he's been built up to be a bit of a hero of the people. Um, he's someone that people turn to. Um, similarly, uh, there's another refugee, uh, Spikey, who comes from the Talon Grip Coast. Um, and he's known as someone who gets things done. You know, like amongst all of the refugees, people kind of, you know, there's there's word passed around that if you need something done, especially if it's something that you need done on the sly, um, Spikey is, is your go-to guy. Uh, so both Spikey and Bucky have emerged um, as people who the refugee camp can go to uh, to rely on um, and to count on. Do you know I have a story about that? There wasn't enough grain for the refugees, and I couldn't buy any anywhere. But did you know that, that Spikey managed to find a whole cart of grain lying around that belonged to no one? Yeah, it was just it was just <laughs> on the side of the road there. It's Nobody... a good It's a good thing I'm I'm strong enough to carry that to the refugees myself. Yeah. Yeah. That was so lucky. Okay, and I'm just going to post two names in the chat really quickly before I introduce them. So, should the new people describe themselves? Sasha? Yeah, yeah, like sure. Why, why, don't, why don't they do that? Well, no, no. Let's let's have them do that when they enter the scene. Okay. 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 Um, so, in the meantime, while you guys have been politicking um, and you know dealing with stuff in Alderheart, uh, the refugee camp has not been inactive, uh, and there are two people who have emerged as basically. 
I wouldn't say leaders of the refugees because the refugees don't really have leaders. They're too disparate. They're too locked into different factions and different groups to really rally behind any um, any leader. But these are the spokespeople. Like these are these are the people who amass the problems and then come forward and talk to the people in charge. Um, the first is Claire Windelbrone, who is a servant representative of the humble folk. And the second is Stephen Swiftwings, who is a raptor representative of the bird folk. Um, and those are the people who speak for the refugees when the refugees need speaking for. Uh, and they have come to find you, Pipsqueak, uh, and they are bringing in tow uh, Spiky and Bucky. Okay. Uh, so so where, where are you now, Pipsqueak? What are, what are you doing? What are you up to? Um, I guess I'll be preparing for, you know, the departure, I guess, if that's what we're doing. Yeah. So, so how, how are you doing that? Um, probably in the roots of the Elder Heart, um, I don't know, gathering some food or looking for some more people to that can help with this crisis. Okay. Uh, so as you're moving through the roots uh, of Alderheart, uh, you see uh, a, a tall, lithe servant with very small, stubby horns um, and a thick, uh, stocky raptor uh, beelining towards you uh, with members of the perch guard, you know, trailing behind them, uh, shouting for them to stop. Hi. Uh, are you are you are you Pipsqueak? Yeah. Look, we've we've been looking all over for you. Uh, first of all, you need to tell these guards to back off. Um, could you back off, please? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. These people breached the fence. They're they're here without papers. They don't have permission to be inside Elderheart. We need to escort them out. Uh, I guess I can just come with you then. <laughs> well, that that seems like a resolution that would favor everyone. Yeah, so just start heading out, I guess. Okay. Uh, so you guys head outside uh, to to the camp. Um, and they say, well, thank, thank God we found you. We heard that you're in charge of the Exodus, is what people are calling it now? Uh, yeah, I've been appointed by the council to take to be in charge of that, along with a few other companions. Well, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Claire. This is my companion, Stephen. Nice to meet you all. We act as representatives for the refugees. We broach concerns where concerns need to be broached. Um, and right now, there are some people who I would like to make your acquaintance with, if you don't mind. Okay, let's go. Okay. Um, and they take you to uh, a small tent where there is uh, Bucky and Spikey. And at this point, Spikey, if you want to introduce your character. Sure. Um, <clears throat> you look over, and there's just a hedgehog. He's got kind of not grimy clothes on, but he's definitely not clean. Uh, he's showing more, like it's basically just shorts, because he's, he's got all his spikes out, and they seem to be almost painted like darkened or almost multicolored so he could blend in with like bushes or 
other areas. Um, and he's got a big staff, like a quarter staff in one hand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I know, I know we've already met you, Bucky, but do you want to just reintroduce yourself just for... Oh, sure. Bucky is a uh, longhorn Severon, so he's absolutely goddamn ginormous with uh, huge, ridiculous horns that uh, basically take up like a foot each way. Uh, despite that, he looks rather innocent. Um, it's kind of obvious when you take a look at his face, but uh, he's carrying a fairly impressive set of weapons and has a number of burn scars, uh, which he attained recently. And when he sees uh, Pipsqueak, he immediately uh, Smallpaws, he goes, Mr. Smallpaws, it's such a pleasure to see you again. And he like, you can tell he's kind of fighting to like walk over and like give you a hug, but he's, uh, uh, he knows that there's a bit of a station issue. And so he just sort of uh, ends up doing like a little, a little like respectful bow to a uh, priest who uh, he's traveled with before. Who's Okay. So Claire looks back and forth between the two of you and goes, Oh, you've, you've met. Uh, and then Stephen butts in and goes, of course they've met. Uh, this is, this is Bucky. He gets around. He knows everybody. I guess I should introduce my character to just complete the set here. Oh, sure, if you want to. Yeah, so Pipsqueak is a really small gerbine, so he's like two feet tall. He's like five years old, so he's an adult now after the, we pass the time in the between sessions and so on and so on. He's got like blonde hair, got a white uh, cloak on him, like priestly robes with uh, you know mark of the uh, Ardea on his back, so that the sun with two feathers on it and so on and so on. And yeah, he carries just a small walking stick and that's his shtick. Small guy. So, um, yeah, we've met with Bucky. He helped us uh, go to Tin Town recently. Oh, well, that, that certainly simplifies things. Um, so we've, we've come to find you because before we can embark on this grand exodus there are problems within the community that need to be resolved um, these are our two chief troubleshooters i thought i would introduce them to you and offer you their services uh, so that you might avail yourself of them and hopefully put these problems to rest before we embark on this grand adventure certainly we can do that so what seems to be the problem Okay, so Stephen elbows Claire out of the way and goes, The servant uses too many words. Things are lost. People are mad at each other. Needs to be solved. The people who came from uh, Ashboro, they brought with them this idle thing. It's, uh, it's, it's sacred to Hanera. And... Somehow, the damn fools lost it on the way, and they refuse to go any further without it. They say they can't establish their farming community anywhere without their idol of Hanera. Yes, those things can be very important. Yes. So. Uh, on top of that, um, some of the children from the community seem to have gone missing. We've no idea where they went. Or what they might be up to. I mean, personally, I think it's just a big, disorganized refugee camp. It's easy to lose track of a kid or two. They'll probably turn up in a day or so, but people are up in arms about it. And then we've got the goat. 
What about the goat? Okay, and Claire steps back in at this point. The goat is a delicate manner. There are two communities, both farming villages, uh, one from the south, one from the southeast. Uh, they're both laying claim to the same goat. One community says that they, other communities stole it from them. The other community says they've always had it. It, it, it's such a simple issue, but they're entirely at each other's throats about it. I mean, we're, we're almost talking like civil war. Oh. That's a Over a case. single goat? Well, between you and me, you know how these communities get, right? I mean, you have people, they're on edge, they've lost their homes, you know, they've lost... They're stationed in life. They've had to relocate. They've marched for days. And then some slight, real or imagined, happens against them. And the entire community rallies behind it as if it's the greatest thing that ever occurred. Yes, I understand. So, I mean, it's it's not it's not about a goat. Like, we could just... We could just put together a fund and buy another goat and give it to them. But that wouldn't put this to rest. Because... I didn't understand it either. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Because it's it's about it's about people being on edge. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess we can look into those problems and try to solve them as soon as possible, so we can be on our way. I guess. I mean, yeah, like the, the, the farming community won't resettle until they get their idol back, and we can't march down the road with you know two tribes about to tear each other's throats out, and no one's willing to pack up and leave without their children. Yeah, I vote we look after the children first, as that seems to be the most pressing manner. Yes, I concur. We should. I, I'm, I was thinking they might have gotten into the city somehow. Huh. Well, Possible. that'll be kind of hard to find them, but well, we wouldn't know until we start looking. Does anyone know where they were last seen? Or how many children are missing, even? I can give you a list of names and their okay. families. Uh, and you can go and talk to them. Um, I think right now there's only three children who are like missing, missing. as in haven't okay. been seen for a couple of days. Um, and I'm not deeply involved with that community, but to my understanding, they are all friends. That's good to hear. That narrows the possibilities down. Hmm. Yeah, that should mean the public will be with each other. Make this easier. Yes. Very well. Um, I'll write down the names of some families and get pointed in the okay. direction. So they're all they're all families that exist on the very periphery of the camp, uh, the part that goes deepest towards the wood. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, it looks like I would assume they just went into the woods. Maybe got lost? 
I could look for tr for uh, for see if there's any tracks. Veni taught me how to find the find uh, how to find tracks of of uh, two like most creatures. Hmm. That would be very helpful. Okay, so you guys head off towards that section of the camp. Yeah. Okay, how are you going about looking for tracks? Um, well, first we're, we should probably talk to the people community and find out what area they were in. And then uh, once we have an area to start from, uh, I will look around for, you know, signs of, of play. Um, what uh, do we know what, like what race these these uh, the lost kids are? Uh, yeah, they're all Jerbeen. Okay. Okay, so that's really hard to find, but tiny paw prints would be the uh, would be the obvious uh, thing to look for. Um, so yeah, basically he'll look for signs of disturbed bushes and things like that. But if we could find, talk to the people and get an idea first, because that would just make sense. If someone okay, else so wants she, to make a social test. <laughs> so she gives you the name Theodoga um, as the mother of one of the Jerbeen. Um, and probably the best one to talk to. Okay. So you guys head over to uh, to see her. Uh, it, she lives in... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's not even really a tent, right? It's like uh, sticks, four sticks that have been planted into the ground with like a tarp strung across it. And then underneath that tarp, um, you can tell she's done the best to make as much of a home as possible. There's little like piles of dirt and cushions where Jerbean can sleep. She's got a cauldron over uh, a wood uh, fireplace uh, in the middle of the tarp where she's currently cooking something. Um, there's a lot of small Jerbean kind of running and playing around, jumping everywhere. Jerbeans tend to have large families, um, so that's not uncommon. Um, but uh, there's not a lot in terms of material possessions. I watch where I step very carefully. So, by the way, before we start getting too much into it, should we set our goals and so on for the session? Or Yes, that is an excellent point, Peter. Yeah, set your goals for the session. Huh. Find what happened to the children. <laughs> Let me change up the music. So, Ian, you know how this works, right? Um, I assume you just pick something and try to get it done, and you get bonuses if you get it done. If I remember correctly. Yeah, like uh, that's the gist of it. You yeah. said what you want to accomplish this session. If you do, yeah. you get, I think, a persona point. No, yeah, persona point. And if you fail, but you work towards it, you get a fate point. Yeah. Okay, so can we have mod like because uh, Pipsqueak took find the children. Um, it's can we fine all... if there's it's fine if there's overlap. Okay. If that's what you do is you pick what you feel appeals most to your character to get done. Pipsqueak yeah. is a very communal orientated gerbine. So it makes sense that he would want to find the kids. Yeah. Um, like, like, who is Spiky? What does Spiky want? What does he gravitate towards? I mean, in this scenario, he would definitely want to save the kids because it's going to remind him of his past, right? 
and he definitely has a soft spot for kids. Um, okay, let's 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 if, hone let's hone in on that. What do you mean by remind him of his past? Well, because I mean, he grew up, and then he was his village was raided. Um, so lots of the children died at that time. And so, so what about something that is not the same as Peter, but in line with that and more okay. focused on, you know, the spiky element, which would maybe be more like save and preserve the community. Well, that's Could fair. Yeah. Find out who's responsible for the children going missing. Cause maybe you're looking for someone being guilty. Yeah, that's possible. Um, yeah, protect the community. Yeah. And Mark? Uh, Bucky, as usual, would like to prove himself useful to the real heroes, because considering that we have uh, uh, someone here who's new. Okay. So, would that almost be your instinct? Yeah, but sure. Uh, yeah, the instinct I have is like defense or run unless someone gets hurt or fire is involved. In which case, berserk. Okay, so we have our goals. Perfect. So, we go and meet with Teodoga. Well, aren't you the fancy type? What can I do for you? What brings you out here to the slums? Hi, uh, we've talked with Claire and Steven, and they said that uh, we have some problem that needs helping with. She just kind of like looks around at the state that they're living in and, you know, like the near impoverished levels that they're forced to subsist in and just kind of like looks back to you and goes, and which problem would that be? Um, we heard that one of your children has gone missing. Ah, uh, yeah, Nethys. Haven't seen him in a couple days. But he's always been the kind of wanderer off. He, uh, he, he likes to keep to himself. Likes to spend time out in nature. You know, he's one of, he's one of those types. I can appreciate that. Well, we heard that he and his friends have gone missing. So have you seen them together like about three or was it three days ago? Oh, you're talking about Thony and Mond. Yeah, those three are inseparable. Never go one place without the other. I'll tell you, I don't I don't know I don't know where they are right now. I'm sure they'll show back up dressed in mud and leaves and all that sorted detrius. But uh, you find one, you'll find the other. I guarantee you that. Why why are you taking an interest? Well, because from what we've been hearing that the refugee caravan will be starting up soon and we wouldn't want you know children to be missing before. Well, we're we're moving out. Uh, yes, that's what the Alderheart uh, Council has decided would be the best course of action here. She stops stirring her cauldron and kind of rubs her hands on her apron. Oh, well, if the Alderheart Council has decreed it, then let it be so. Well, I'm also not that... Well, yeah, I think I agree with you, but, you know, they're sort of our hosts here, and 
Well, I think there'll be saying some help to go along with. They just want us out of the way. Uh, well, probably. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing for you to apologize about. It's just the way of the world. Yeah. So, would you say that your child like the one in the forest, perhaps? Or where do they like playing? I like to climb trees, like to go into barrows, like to forge streams, all that, all that wild stuff. Me, I never really took to that. I like a, I like a good hearth and four walls around me. Okay, so <laughs> we'll probably have to look for them in the forest. It's what I'm hearing here. Sounds good. Well, thank you for your time and sorry again. Um, uh, really quickly, are, is there any old uh, uh, clothes that have not been uh, like uh, dirtier clothes that uh, your son has I could take a quick look at? This might give me an idea of where he is. She kind of squints her eyes and looks at you. Like, I'm a hunter and trapper. <laughs> He's an adventurer. <laughs> Well, you've got them horns. That's supposed to be something special for your people, isn't it? That's what I'm told. My name's Bucky, son of the uh, the hero Venny. You're not a you're not a pervert, are you, Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would be weird. Well, we don't have much in the way of spare clothes around here, but that's his sleeping quarters over there, that little pile any, of rags. Any kind of herb he, uh, he, he brought in or anything like that? No, no herbs. So, yeah, I'm just checking to see if there's anything that might indicate where a particular plant or uh, anything like that. Um, I mean, you, you can go check out his sleeping quarters. His, yeah, just I mean, it's, it's no. a pile of rags. Yeah, there's really not much there. So just if there's any kind of particular uh, plant deritus or anything like that, then if not, oh well. I'm just trying to think of the last time my character tried to acquire herbs. It didn't go too well. Uh, I mean, you can tell from his little sleeping pile that, like, he's been in the forest a lot. There's a lot of, like, dirt and grass rubbings. Okay, but nothing like, like, ah, yes, this, this nightshade only grows on the... On the south side of the leeward-facing <laughs> yeah. mountain, three I just, bases from here. Yeah, no, I was just looking for like sort that. of a better narrative descriptor of where to start than the forest. Yeah. Well, you probably get some lead, and then while you'll be some, doing some role in the forest, you can say, ah, I found this lead, and I found where this nightshade's growing. Um, Spiky, okay. do you have anything you want to follow up here? Um, yeah, just as Bucky's, like, poking around at that kind of sp stuff, Spiky just uses his engineering and construction knowledge and just kind of helps prop the tent up a little better so it won't rain on, like, important parts of the their house and instead, you know, is angled right so the rainwater will collect into a little bucket or something. 
Okay, give me a roll. Ob one. Okay, uh, so one dice or no, no, no. You you roll your skill, which is whatever your engineering is, which is three, three. Uh, and I have Ob one at three two as well. Is that helpful or beneficial in any way or? No, you would pick one or the other. Okay, I'll pick engineering um, then. And if you had tools, you'd be able to add an extra die. I um, do not people, have tools for this. If people were able to help you, they could add dice as well. Okay. And OB1 means you need to get one success. Okay. So on your three dice, you need to get one, four, five, or six. Um. Oh. Hey, I'll give it... Uh, I will... Uh, if he's doing this... Actually, no, I'm busy, aren't I? Yeah. Yes, you are. I'll help you with my poor wise. So get one extra die, and I get my check on that, we've also failed. Okay. You've seen a shack or two. Uh, that's a six. I got one six. Okay, that's all you needed. So that's a pass. Yes. Four, so five, and sixes are successes. Perfect. Okay, she uh, she takes in what you're doing. She uh, she initially kind of like puts her hands on her hips when you start meddling with what passes for her house. Uh, but then she sees you, you know, like straighten it up and adjust the rainfall. And she says, oh, the helpful type. I like you. Yeah, sit down. Have a bowl. And she grabs a, a little wooden bowl from uh, from next to her and spoons some of the stew out of her cauldron and passes it to you. Spiky will sit down knowing that you never know where your next meal's coming from and eat up. He says, thank you very much. You're too kind. Well, we got to look out for each other. Yeah, it's a hard world out there. And if they're shipping us out soon, then we best... Yeah, best look after everyone. We're all Most in the boat together. To stick together. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your next step? Uh, after I finish the bowl, we will head off into the forest. Huzzah. Adventure ho! Okay, uh, so what are you guys doing exactly um, well we have sort of an idea of the areas directly around the camps and we can probably tell where the kids are playing or have played so if we yeah. can find a trail uh, i'll try and use either survival or uh, survivalist or hunter or pathfinder all of which are skills i have and i don't know what which does what to uh try and find out uh where they are or you know what they're if there's okay. a, a trail I've got your character sheet up, so why don't you tell me what you are doing in the context of the fiction, and then I will tell you what skill you're using. Um, he is, uh, Bucky is looking for uh, signs of disturbance that indicate uh, in, like, the bush, uh, things where kids were playing, maybe doing weird things like, you know, uh, damming up the creek or fishing, and, like, if there's any you know, th three sets of tracks for, uh, you know, small folk leading off into the forest. We know how many there are. We know what size their tracks would be. So if we find three going off for a fair distance, we'll have an idea of, wh of where they're going. Okay. You are making an OB2 survivalist check. Um, can I help him with my perception? Yes, you can. Okay. So... That means that you give him a die, but it ties you to the result. So if he fails and there are detrimental consequences, you experience them too. Okay. 
Okay, so uh, I've got three survival, so I get four dice, correct? Yeah. Do you have anything that could count as tools? Uh, I don't believe so, but I rolled and I used the dice roller says four, 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 and two, so three successes. Okay, that's that's more than enough. So you managed to find a trail of three Jermin who are obviously playing together, frolicking around. Um, they walk off into the woods. Um, they encounter a stream. Uh, they frolic about in that for a little bit, and then they head off deeper into the woods. And as they do so, you see the plodding footsteps of a dire bear start to follow that trail. Oh, no. Those are... Only a dire bear could make mark, uh, marks like that. Yeah. Let's, let's hurry. These are at least three days old, but the good news is there's a lot of very easy ways they could have hidden from one. But this might explain if why they haven't gotten back yet. I hope they're all right. Um, and then that trail continues further off into the forest. Okay, let's go. Yep. We follow okay. Yeah, Spike, Spikey's going to start rubbing like some mud on himself to start like covering his scent and to camouflage him a little bit even better and start like quick walking down the trail. Okay, as you guys follow this trail, you start to smell smoke. I smell smoke! Obviously very worried by this. Well, we didn't start this fire. I... <laughs> uh, uh, Spikey immediately starts running towards the smell. Okay, so you guys are just going to barrel on in? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's either someone camping or it's a real problem. Okay, uh, so you guys just go full tilt uh, following this path. Um, no attempts at stealth, no attempts at subterfuge. Um, and you yeah. break Can through... I, uh, really quick, sorry. Can I call that my fearless trait? Because I have the fearless trait. Okay. Um, or I don't know how traits work. I'm trying to learn. How, I'm you. You use it for a role. Okay. Okay. So like, positively like, or negatively. Yes, within within the fiction, um, this would trigger that trait. Okay. But you need to apply it to a role that you're making. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm still, as I say, I'm still learning that. Thank you. Yeah. So that you can works. use it to help your role. So like, oh, I'm running, yeah. being fearless. You also use it against yourself. It's like, oh, I'm trying to stealth, but I'm fearless, so I go through. And, yeah. You know, okay. So Good to know. Good to know. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. Continue. So you guys burst through the tree line, um, and you see uh, a clearing that is not a natural clearing. Um, it's been raised and wilted, um, and the grass is dead and burned. Um, and the foliage that would have been in there has all been charred and burned away. Um, and standing in the middle of it is a large fire elemental. And then on the other side of it, there is a dire bear um, standing between the fire elemental and three small gerbine children. Okay, well, at this point, uh, Bucky is going to uh, uh, deliver his signature war cry. Did that go through? 
No. No. I'm going to say yes so that you don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. I guess it is. I can't open it up in the other one. Oh. You could just do your best imitation yourself. Thanks. I, uh, I'll i just link it in the profile. And, and... <laughs> okay. Uh, the dire bear looks pretty beat up. It's got a lot of singe marks on its fur. Um, fur has been burnt away. Um, it is. It is not looking like it's having a very good time. Well, so it sounds like we'll be having a conflict here. Who would like to take initiative? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Spikey is immediately going to plant himself behind the dire bear, between the children, the dire bear, and the fire elemental. Yeah, and so he, he's just like slams his staff down almost. Gandalfian style. I think they're on the other <laughs> side of the clearing. So that's what this is. This is where you could say I invoke my fearless trait, and I yeah, add it to the be... disposition roll. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to invoke fearless, and I'm going to. I mean, I could invoke defender as well, but I'm, I'm going to invoke fearless, and I'm going to stand right in front of the three little Jarbeen kids and be like, "I'm here," and yeah. Make a big like stance out of how I'm just okay. Where? Tell me very specifically where you were going and what you were doing, because there is um, there is a clearing that is kind yeah. of a circle, where there are two people who are facing off. On the side closest to you, there is a fire elemental. Then okay. across from it, there is a dire bear, and then, and then behind... right behind the dire bear are three Jervine children. Yeah, I'm gonna run around behind the dire bear, so I'm between the dire bear. And the children and the fire okay. elementals. If you run to the children, the dire bear is going to attack you, uh, and you will be and you will be in a conflict with the dire bear <sighs> because the dire bear is in full protective mode right now. Like you can clearly see. Okay, so he is, is clearly defending the children. He's a yeah. bear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, okay, that that changes things. If he's if he's clearly defending the children, um. Stay then, away from my food. <laughs> well, I mean, that was kind of my original thought. So, I mean, it's 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 not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, but it well, is it yeah, is um, it is clear that the the dire bear is not attacking the Jerbians. It is trying yeah. to stop the elemental from getting to. Okay, them. then then I'll change it. I'm gonna use fearless to instead. I'm going to engage the fire elemental while still kind of moving towards the dire bear, so that. Once this fire elemental's down, uh, Spikey's goal is to take out the fire, the dire bear next, if need be. So he's he wants to stay close to the dire bear while still engaging the fire elemental, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so you're getting in a conflict with the elemental first. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you are going to be the leader for this conflict, which means you roll disposition. Um, and I'm just looking up what that will be. I believe it is roll fighter add health. Should we for this? Or if we this out? No, roll fighter add health. So two dice for fighter, uh, three dice for health, and then one dice because I used my fearless. Yes. Okay. Woof. And then how many to pass fail? Uh, it's an opposed roll, so you roll against the fire elemental. Okay. 
Now, who else is participating in this conflict? What are the other two of you doing? Oh, I'm rushing the fire elemental. Okay, so you're in the conflict as well. Wow, I really whiffed that roll. That's good, because I didn't do too great either here. Uh, fours and hierarch passes? Yes. Okay, so I have two passes. Oh, no. Okay, and then what's your health? Uh, my health is three. So, wait, do I put this... Is this a fail or a pass? What is it, and where do I put it? Uh, for the, for disposition roll, it's, it's neither. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think uh, what you're supposed to do is, it's not roll health and... Tell me if this is correct. Roll health and, and fighter. It's roll fighter and add it to health. Yeah. Is that not what you did? I rolled. How many dice did you roll? I rolled six dice. Yes. Okay. You did, yeah, I did so, it the other yeah. way. So you, you should roll again. Roll okay. two dice for your fighter. Roll okay. one dice for your trait. Are you getting any other bonuses? Okay, wait. Two. Uh, I have two dice for fighter. Uh, one dice for fearless. Yeah, so that's three dice, and then what would bonuses come from? Uh, tools or help. Uh, I mean, you, can't, you can't help on disposition. So yeah, no, just so, so three dice. Okay. So three dice, and then add it to your health. Okay, so that's one success, and then that so that adds to my health. Yeah. So that's temporary though for this fight, right? No, sorry, it doesn't add to your health. You add it to your health to determine your starting disposition. Okay, so my starting disposition is four. Okay, so the way this game works is like, my understanding is that disposition is like, both people sort of roll at the start, and it determines how, uh, what, who is the advantage overall in the encounter at the start of the fight. No, so we're, uh, disposition is basically your, your hit points. For the entire okay. fight? For the entire fight. Yeah. Okay. So, so you start with four, he starts with five. Peter, okay. what is your character doing? Uh, okay, uh, what are our goals for this fight here? Well, we're first we're determining who is actually in the conflict. Yeah. Ian is, Mark is, are you? Um, I guess it would be the simplest if I was also part of it because I don't have any skills that I could use to, like, say sequester the children away to safety so magic be part of this magic for everything <laughs> so i guess i'll be part of this to protect them okay so then your fight order is spiky bucky pipsqueak or no sorry i don't determine that uh spiky has to go first you can determine the order yourself okay and i will lock in what his actions are uh, what's the goal in the conflict here? Done. So the goal of the fire elemental is to kill the bear. Okay. And your um, guys' goal, Ian, you said it because you're the uh, one leading this conflict. I'm assuming fire elementals are bad. I'm assuming yes. you can't reason Super with bad. them. Okay. Kill the fire elemental. Okay. Then his goal automatically changes to kill you. That makes sense. Yeah. Wanted to drive so, I would like to point out that in this game, it is sometimes advantageous to, say, drive the fire elemental away. Yeah. Mm. It's up to you, though. I'm perfectly... That's... Bucky is perfectly happy going on a homicidal rage and killing a fire elemental. He hates fire. Everyone hates these things. A natural fire. Okay, here we are. I gotta think of what Spike you would do here. Um, 
the only way for the enemy yeah. of killing you is if your goal is to kill them. Yeah. Okay. Then, um, yeah, it would be to drive it away. I, I assume in this game we can kill it even if we drive it away. I don't know exactly how. So what it, what, what it is, is you set your goal and then you accomplish your goal depending on the degree of success that you get. If okay. you get a knockout, then you completely accomplish your goal. If you end up somewhere in the middle, you have to compromise and you both sort of accomplish your goals. Okay. Um, Maybe our goal can we save the children, for example. Yeah. Okay. Then saving the children would be a better goal. That makes more there, that, sense that, for yeah. the character. If it kills the bear and saves the children, that's sad. But like, yeah, you know, that's life. Yeah. No. Exactly. Okay. We can live with that. So saving the children would be Spikey's goal. That makes more narrative sense for what he would be doing. I was just trying. I'm trying to get establish what how the setting works. Still, sorry. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So it's going to still kill the bear. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, should we roll insight or lore or something to figure out what it will want to do? What roll? Um, oh yeah, to see what it's doing. It's a rational person, so it would be lore in this situation. Yeah. Well, we don't have Luna with us, so I don't think anyone has lore. So beginner's luck, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't have lore. No, I have lore. Yeah, lore. Bucky has oh. lore. God, God help us all. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I'm just looking for something to add to. Yeah, I'm afraid I don't have an appropriate one. I'm just gonna have to roll two dice. No, you're just gonna have to roll two dice to tell me how many you get. Um, can I help him with my sharp eyes? Uh, you can only use the trait on yourself, I think. Okay. Yeah. You help with the wise. Four and a, four to five. So two successes. Um, the elemental is very aggressive. So he'll probably be wanting to attack mostly. And we're still using the rule set where feints are good against attacks, or yes, yes, we are. Okay, so it's rock paper scissors feint attack defend. Uh, a little bit, Zach. Feint beats an attack. Uh, was it? Um... Feint beats an attack. Def uh, so there's maneuver feint, as well. Feint, yeah, feint beats an attack. Okay, uh, and it's it is destroyed by defend. That's the only rock, paper, scissors element of it. Defend okay. beats faint, faint beats attack. Maneuver okay. is kind of like an independent thing where you try and gain advantage. Attack okay. advances your goals by immediate by decreasing the disposition of the enemy, and defend reinforces your position by increasing your disposition if you are missing disposition. Okay. Okay. So, do you want to be doing triple faint in that thing, or faint faint and something else? Well, has has have you locked in his things yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, I'm going to faint. I get plus one to faint with my staff, and and plus nope. one because you're a rogue. And plus one because I'm a rogue, so I get plus two to fainting. Let so... me either either defend or attack. 
that would probably be wise because my character is good at those two things and pretty much nothing else. Well, who do you want to go second? Pipsqueak or Bucky? Up to you guys. Yes, I can go second. No, it's up to you, team captain. Oh, okay. Well, Pipsqueak can go second then. Um, uh, Pipsqueak. Okay, so do we want to go faint, defend, attack? Probably should do faint, faint, and then whatever Bucky wants. Faint, faint, attack? Is go faint hard. In- I did that or defend. Okay, well, what do you think, Bucky? Uh, remind me what faint accumulates if we assume assume that he attacks three times. What is the advantage to faint? Fainting will directly decrease its disposition. Fainting will disable it from attacking and then decrease its disposition by the margin of success. Okay. If it's aggressive, then yeah, I think that's, that seems reasonable. So you're also fainting? No, I'm going to attack just because uh, Bucky Bucky is just better at that. Okay, so faint, faint attack on our end. What does it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is doing all-out attack. Okay. So you guys enter the scene, um, and it just rages up. Um, it ignites to a super intense molten heat. You can just feel the you feel like waves of heat blasting on your face as this thing lights up to an inferno, um, and it leaps forward to swipe at the bear. Okay. Spiky. Spiky. What with? Um, Spiky, seeing it leaping forward towards the bear, will take his opportunity to, like, just slam it like an uppercut with his staff. Um, Yeah. Just, like, catching it by surprise. We'll see that. That would be an attack action. Oh, okay. So what you need to do is you need to think of something sneaky and underhanded. Okay. Like a um, trip or uh, if, if it actually has physical form. Okay, yeah, then it, then it, I'll trip it. So, like, he'll stick out his staff so that as it's swiping at the bear, it, like, trips on it and, like, falls forward or something. Okay. That make more sense? Yep, yep, okay. that's great. Okay. okay, now I'm starting to see difference here. Uh, so what do I roll for that? Uh, it would be fighter. So fighter... Plus my one dice for faint, and plus my one dice for um, staff. So five dice. Four dice. And it gets nothing against you. Four dice. Okay, perfect. You can also use your trace against yourself to earn checks. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I have Defender, and I'm defending these kids. So you can use it to add another dice if you want, or you can also use it against yourself. Um. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't use negatives on fight tests unless you unless you want like the ire of everyone, because that that okay. always is bad news. Um. I'm going to just not add anything yet because I still am getting used to the system. So I'm just going to roll the four dice here. Okay. And that will be three successes. Okay. That is a devastating blow. Um, so you run in. So um, really, big... really quick, sorry. That that goes under one pass on the fighter. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, okay. This is a but you you only get one per conflict. Yeah. So, so okay. you might want to wait until the end of the conflict to determine whether you use your pass or your fail. But I don't think this conflict is going to 
go another round? No. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So it's a, it's a big lumbering kind of like magma-ish elemental that's moving forward on stumpy legs. Um, and as it bull rushes the bear, you just like dive across the clearing and slide in and then jab out with your staff um, and jam it right in its legs. And it just goes right down. Okay, um, so now Pipsqueak fainting. So I'm thinking I'm going to use sorcery for this and maybe create a small cloud of rain to create uh, fog around here to uh, make it harder for anyone to see what's going on and that will be the faint here. Okay. Okay, uh, so I'm using... And, and if this kills, it's a perfect uh, setup for getting away with the kids. Yeah, so that's... Three for sorcery, one for my stuff, and I will subtract one die because I'm a gutter rat, and this is in my, you know, place where I'm at. So I'm in the wilderness. And that's three successes anyway. Okay. You conjure up a fog to um, obscure the area and make it hard for it to see what's going on. Uh, but the fog actually has the effect of dousing the flames on it, um, and it dissipates and smolders until it is just a crumbling pile of coal. No, oh, no, I can't. Uh, and the elemental is destroyed, and you Ooh. have seen children How's that? with yeah. a success. Nice. Oh man, I'm glad we 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 figured out that it was gonna do the attacks. That made it a lot easier. Yeah. 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 We're so slowly figuring out how to make the system work with us and so on and so on. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the bear doing now that we've defeated the fire elemental? The bear is still standing between you and the kids, uh, and it is not backing down. Is anyone here through it? No, but uh, I'm animal wise. I can speak with bugs, but this is a bear. <laughs> uh, it was a bug bear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, can I do anything with... Uh, I've got, let's see. Uh, animal husbandry. I have forest-wise, animal-wise, and a pretty decent nature score. Is there something I can, I can do with that? Uh, animal husbandry would be the skill for taming and subduing animals. And if you want to spell your persona, well, it depends on your racial keywords. What are they, Bucky? What are... Some is wild. Yeah, I've got wild and survive. So uh, I could use uh, wild, I think, to sort of like naturally just sort of looks at the, at the, at the bear and uh, it sort of knows that I'm not uh, going to be, you know, like I'm a, a natural creature who's not going to like mess with this with these things and i'm not a part of the uh uh fire elemental or anything and uh, yeah i guess i'll have to use persona because otherwise i'll be uh rolling two dice and i'd much rather not screw this up what's the yeah it is an ob3 check Ooh, okay uh does anyone want to give me a hand with this uh let's see here um I don't know if I have anything to help you. I will totally use Persona to uh, add add to this. 
Does anyone have any um, rations they could use as a uh, item to give me extra bonuses that way? Or no. Um. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, as as you approach the bear to try and like subdue it, it rears back on its hind legs and like raises its forearms in an aggressive posture and roars at you. Uh, and one of the little gerbine children runs around to its leg and starts tugging on its fur and goes, Misha, no, they're friends. And that gerbine will help you. Oh, awesome. Of course, that means if it fails, it suffers the consequences, which is horrific. But Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm rolling two dice for the base, and I'm adding my nature to that, so that's six dice. And then okay. I get plus one for the assistance. So seven dice. Oh, and uh, I'll add one for wild. Oh, uh, why are you adding one for wild? Um, I am adding one for wild because it is a uh, ra- oh, no, that's a racial keyword. I'm sorry. I'm adding one for uh, s- self-reliant. Or you know, he's helping me, so he can't. Tall. You're on its level. It can't. Be. Oh yeah, tall. There we go. He doesn't want to mess with me. I'm actually have a reasonable chance of. Of uh, of taking this bear on if it comes to that, like I'm huge. Okay. So I got a six, a six, and a four. So I believe that is is an ob three. That is a success. That is ob three. Okay, the bear settles back down on the ground and kind of grunts and starts licking its wounds. So after sort of the combination of just like staring at this thing. Uh, Bucky will basically just sort of calmly, uh, you know, sit down. Are you children okay? Yeah, we're fine, but Misha's not. Oh, what happened to Misha? She fought the fire beast. Well, if it's a calm diabetic, I can help and I can. I roll in my healer to fix it up a little bit. How long, okay. how long has Misha been your friend? Oh, since we got here. Hmm. Okay, what's up, Uh, What are you trying to do? I'm trying to... Maybe gather some uh, herbs to soothe whatever has happened to Misha, so probably some ointment stuff. I'm going to say it's a three, because you're not used to treating bears. Okay. Um, I guess I'll use my gutter rat against myself as well, because, hey, this is my element. Let's see. That's four successes. Okay. So you managed to put a, a couple solves on her burns. Uh, initially, when you try and approach her, she just like grunts and growls at you. Uh, but once you like sort of calmly sneak by um, and put some, you know, soothing stuff on her and she starts to feel, you know, the burns dissipating, um, she hunkers down and just sort of collapses in the ground and lets you go to work. Good, Misha. Uh... There, that's should. Help her. That was very brave of you. I know, it's such a big dire bear. Thank you for helping Misha. 
You're welcome. Um, Misha says thank you too. Yay. You can understand stand the bear? Yes. Have you talked to anyone about this? You might I tried be- talking to my mom, but she says it's just foolishness. We know someone a certain possum who knows who you might need to want to talk to. You might be a druid. Uh Tintled's dead. <laughs> I doing that pirate attack. Oh, never mind then. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, you, I'll see. Uh, you should talk to my friend Ower if he's around. He's a dru a druid. I used to travel with one. Unfortunately, uh, you know he died f- uh, fighting fighting some really bad people. That sounds dangerous. I don't know if I want to be a druid. Well, you don't have to fight if you don't want to. But you definitely should learn uh, to see if you've got if if you're a druid. When you uh, when you're out with your with your friends and family going around, knowing how to uh, about nature and being a part of it is very important. You can find food and you can lead your pe- your people away from danger. Okay. But we'll talk about that later. I'm just happy you're okay for now. Okay. Um, Spike, he kind of looks around and he goes, I think we should get back to the main camp. Yeah. Um, I guess you two should check back with your parents every now and then, you know, in case the refugees will be moving. We wouldn't want to leave you behind. I wouldn't want to be left behind. Yeah, no more leaving overnight. Go back home every night, okay? But it's so crowded and dirty in the camp. I know. It's hard, but we're working on making it better. So we'll be going on a big trip. Can you promise us that? Looking at all three of them. Okay, they got to put their hands behind their back and scrape the ground with their feet. That's all right. I promise. Thank you. Okay, I guess we can start dealing with the other problems. Well, yeah, you saved the Caribbean kids. I assume the bear scares the living heck out of people when it comes into camp, but... The bear doesn't come into camp. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... Uh, And if I have... I don't know where my friend is, but I actually have written a friend ally, Ower the Hedge Druid. Yep. Uh, an eccentric druid and an old friend of my uh, of Venny, my character's father, and uh, I will try and put him in touch and just sort of let him During know. During the player's turn, you can make a circles check to find him. Cool. Okay. So, um, what do you want to deal with now? The goat. Goat? Oh, that would be such a conversational piece just trying to make peace between both sides got a <sighs> okay do you want to go after the totem then well i'm fine with either i guess lucky what do you think 
That was quiet. Well, I guess we can go talk with the goat. See what it has to say. Yeah. Okay. Should we pause while we set up, or uh, what do we need to set up? Oh, I was asking. I was just changing the music. Okay, so the goat. Um, there is a refugee camp from Meadowfen, who is convinced that a refugee camp from Saltar's Port has stolen their goat. Hmm. The two communities are no longer speaking to each other. Um, they are next to each other. Uh, in like the refugee camp area uh, and the situation has been getting tenser and tenser to the point where they have started erecting fences and barricades between themselves. There have been rumors of retaliatory violence uh, between the two communities. Oh dear. Uh, along with like vandalism um, and of course, you know, just like ill talk. Fair. Okay, which side of the argument do we want to start with? Uh, let's start with the side that lost had, the item. That lost the item, yeah. Okay. Then okay. we can find out so what it off is. To, off to Meadowfen Camp. <clears throat> the head of Meadowfen Camp is a gallus named Larrick. Gallus? Okay, yeah. Gallus is a chicken person. Yeah, yeah. I have the little, like, picture here, so I'm trying to follow along. I thought you said he's from Dallas, and is... I'm like, well, oh, we're not going to be able to talk to them. <laughs> so when you find him, he is uh, tending to a small plot of radishes that he is... Trying to grow on the outskirts of Alderheart to not a lot of great success. Hmm. Hello. Yeah. How can I help you? Hi. Um, we're here to help you settle the dispute about some goat. You're here to get the goat back. Well, it's about gall damn time. Yeah. That's what we're here for. So, could you tell us a story of what happened? Story of what happened? We brought with us all of our supplies from Meadowfen, you know, seeds, livestock, brought them all in a brought them all in a in a convoy here to Alderheart. And uh third night we were here, goat went missing. Next day, Look over there at the Saltar's port, port boys. What do we see? There's the goat. Do you not brand your goats? You don't brand goats. That'd be cruel. Brand okay. cattle. Don't brand goats. Okay. It's like you just kind of is like. Okay. Yeah. Can we take a look at where the uh, where the goat was taken? 
Yeah, just go over into that settlement. You'll have to go in there when you get it back anyways. No, I mean where the goat was taken from. It's pen. Just kind of <laughs> gestures around at the dilapidated community that uh, surrounds him. So there's no pen or anything. See. It could have easily just wandered off on its own. Well, I mean, like, they're, they're refugees who are traveling, yeah. right? Like, there's, there's a few structures up now, but like you said, this happened on the third night after they arrived. Um, so there is, there is a goat pen currently, but there might present not. day, but there might not have been one when they first arrived. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to go talk to them. Okay. Well, I guess we can go to Saltar's Fort then. Okay. Do, 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 do. Just give me a sec. Do, 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 do. <sighs> then we take the gold and we split it in half. And... <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, that's, stop, that's the first thing I thought of when I heard when I heard that quest. <laughs> uh, um... I'm going to cut this goat in half with a battle axe. <laughs> so the leader of the Saltar's Port community is a gallus named Anrock. Who is currently tending to a small plot of rutabaga that is not taking very well to the soil. Uh, Does anyone see something in common? Well, they're both gallus. That's racist. <laughs> Speciesist? Uh, it's objective that they are. <laughs> Hi, are you Anrock? Hi, I am. Hi, we're here to settle the dispute about the goat. Oh, the goddamn goat. Will they never shut up about the stupid goat? What is it now? Well, we're here from the outside to try settling the dispute between the two of you so we can move on from the goat issue. Yeah. We can move on from the goat issue if they would just drop it already. They seem to be under the impression that you took the goat? Yeah, they seem to be under a lot of things. Can you tell us uh, your impression of the events? What happened? What do you want me to do? Prove a negative? I was at home not stealing goats when I got up to not steal a goat. Then I went over and didn't steal a goat. So you always had a goat with you? What goat? I don't even have a goat. So where is that goat? Is it missing or hasn't ever been here? Look, we're from Salteris Port, okay? We're, we're, we're fishermen. We're farmers. We're not goat herders. I don't know. I don't know where they got this idea that we stole a goat from. I mean, I don't have a goat. We don't have a goat. There's we, no goat here. Do we see any goats around? No, you don't see a goat. And can you tell if he's lying? Because you're you're all roguey. Um. Yeah. Let me go. use. I'm yeah. Can I roll insight. perception to see? You know. Uh, it would be insight. Insight. Oh, I'm garbage at insight. I'll try. Do you have higher insight, Pipsqueak? I three. Okay, yeah. I can help you. Help him. What do you help me with? Um, can I help you with my own insight? 
smell has a or maybe skill. my you know streetwise or something oh if that's a skill maybe i mean it makes sense that 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 the you know the thief would know if the person is is pulling an obvious con job okay so i'm going to pop my gutter out because we are pretty much in a poor district here and i'll add the streetwise and I got one success. Is that enough? I, I got three. Huh. So that's a fail. Uh, it seems first, like he's telling the truth. First, streetwise, uh, one fail. Uh, no, no, you didn't roll the dice, so you don't mark a pass or a fail. Okay, so I don't mark it for that. I mark it. Mark it, mark it. I thought I was tied to his consequences. You're, you're tied to the negative consequences. Okay. So if there's a downside to what happens to the roll, you experience it as well. Okay. 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 Good to know. <sighs> okay. Can I use Animal or Ken just to, to take a look around? Uh, and I'm going to say that this negative roll makes you both angry. Grr. Fair. Um, because you're getting a little fed up at how stupid this dispute is. Okay. Well, if you never stole the goat, and they've lost a goat, so it just went missing. Why did no one start a search party for this goat? Because it's a goat. Look, I don't know why they did what they did. I don't know if they even had the goat in the first place, or you know what their appropriate response was to missing the goat. All I know is that after the goat, quote unquote went missing they started terrorizing my community and now there are serious grievances that we have against them for what they have done to our property and what have they done to your property he gestures to um one of the nearby shacks which has red paint scrawled across it that reads thieves Hmm. oh my that's not very nice and what a waste of paint that's so accusatory um, I guess I could help clean it up and uh... well let's maybe go and find a goat for them first because um, I mean Rock is good at tracking maybe we can find that missing goat where it went and be all done and over with okay I'll give it a shot I'll uh, try and track Find a missing goat. How long ago has it gone missing? Okay, uh, what are you doing specifically? Well, we know where the pen is, but uh, well, you can try looking around this settlement. Uh, yeah, I think maybe maybe pens. the goat got loose and it's just wandering around and they haven't seen it. So Bucky is literally just looking around if there's any spots that that uh, if there happens to be a goat around at the edge of the of the of the town basically he's tall you can probably see most of the uh what's okay. going on. that is perception uh, i'll add tall okay um ob2 nope afraid not just one success you do not see a goat lurking in the shadows. Hmm. 
Well, I don't see any goats around. Darn. Uh, well, if there's no goats in the woods and there's no goats here. Uh, you know, you're really good at finding things. Normally, I like to be very honest, but perhaps we could uh, we could find a, a goat a goat for them and clean up the damage. Hmm. Then, then we maybe one of you could convince them that it's just best if they dropped it if we if we did that. It's a good possibility. Um, the issue is, is finding a goat is a little easier said than done. Hmm. I'm trying to think. There's is... a skill you you can't you roll something like resources or circles to acquire a yep. goat. Yep. Yes, you can. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try and roll resources. Okay. Ob two. Um, Ob two. Can I use larceny to boost that? You gonna steal a goat? <laughs> you want to uh, go steal a goat? You could do that instead. <laughs> You can't use like a skill to boost another skill uh, thing. Yeah. Another ability. Someone oh, else okay. can use a skill to help you. You would okay. have to roll Does either resources all... or larceny. You could use a trait okay. or a wise to um, boost your roll or tools. Okay. Uh, I do have, well, I could use larceny and I could use skullduggery as a wise to boost it which would give me much more dice than just resources. But the issue is, is where am I stealing it from? Um, like, is there somewhere? Because we're right beside a city, so obviously they have yeah. stuff. So they probably oh, won't you notice. You can find goats. Yeah, they, they probably won't notice a goat missing. Oh, they will completely notice. I mean, this whole thing started because someone there has is a goat missing. Yeah, but there's, there's no one who owns livestock who would not notice an entire animal missing. <laughs> See, you yeah, but those goat. are city people, not refugees. So my care for them is a lot less. <laughs> See, you go to Meadowfern, steal one of their goats, and then you give it back to them, saying, hey, this is your missing goat. And then it wouldn't be alive because this is a missing goat from them. Yeah, but they said they have no goats. And we've looked around no, and we currently see no goats. Meadowfern doesn't have any goats. Meadowfern, I mean, has a goat pen, so probably still have some other goats. Yeah, but then they'd notice that they're still down one goat. Now, I'm going to steal a city goat <laughs> because then, because nobody brands their goats around here because they're dumb. You brand your well, goat. Not when you have druids who can just erase the brand. Well, healers, pom pom. Okay. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to use. Uh, does anyone want to help me in this trickery? Uh, Absolutely not. That's go, fair. Uh, do you know what sort of color the goat is? So it sort of looks similar. And you could ask what's his name to describe it so that. Yeah. Um, I'll ask. Uh, what's his name? Um, Meadowfern. I'll Lark. Laric. I'll ask yeah. Laric to give me a description of the goat before I steal just a random goat. Okay, he describes a goat for you. Perfect. Um, okay, I'm going to do my best to steal a goat that looks closest. So I get five dice for larceny, plus one for skullduggery, and nobody's helping me? No, definitely not. That's fair. What's the difficulty on this? 
to steal a goat is two. To steal a goat that looks like the description is three. Okay, okay. Bucky is absolutely convinced you are going to go buy one, which he thinks is really because he because good people don't steal. One, two. Oh shoot! Uh, that's that's going to be two successes. Darn. Do you have any sixes? I do have a six. You can spend a fate point to re-roll it. I will, because I need three I to so. steal a. I know, no, I needed two to steal a goat, three to steal a one that matches. Yeah. Uh, so I will spend a fate point and re-roll the six, and that'll be another success. Okay. Okay. So you come back with a goat that looks just like the description. Okay. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I'm going to come in and like between the two, because you said they were like borderline, like they had a fence between the two of them, right? Yeah, they've got like fences and posts and stuff up. Um, yeah, I'm going to like come walking in on the uh, on the Saltar's side and like yep. go through the fence from the Saltar side onto the Meadowfern side and be like, man, I just found this thing walking in the woods. If only you guys had worked together and looked for it, you would have found it pretty darn quickly. Like, you know, we're all refugees here, and I get that it's hard times, and I get that we're all struggling. But that's what we need to do, is we need to struggle together instead of against each other. Because as soon as we are against each other, then that's exactly what those city folk want us to be. That's showing them that they're right they're calling us garbage they want us to leave they want their city to be all pretty again they say they don't need us but we need to work together to show them we're better than that do you want to make a persuader or an orator check um if you don't have garbage stats but if you don't if you want to just like make this your thing remember you can always use a persona to uh grossly inflate a role if it's a if it's appropriate um yeah i'll okay i'll i'll do that then i'll use a persuader and i'll use a persona how do i use a persona so you use a persona to add your nature to the role uh, and then you determine whether it is within your nature or without your nature um one of your racial keywords is diplomatic yeah which means that this is within your nature so you receive no penalties for doing this okay so i add four to my role so i get six dice for persuader perfect I do I use up one of my uh, persuasive points? Yes, you do. Okay, so that goes down. I guess I'm going to give you help with poor wise, so you get an extra die. Perfect. Thank you. The real goat is in our hearts. This is an OB3. <laughs> OB3? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three. Yes. Perfect. That's just made it. Oh, okay. So that'll be a success on that. Okay. Kind of look at each other and narrow their eyes. And look at you. Then Larry goes, well, I guess those city folk do look down on us. They do. Yeah. And Anrock goes, yeah, they think they're so much better than us just because they got flappy, flappy. Oh, no, these guys are both galaxies. Because <laughs> <laughs> they live in their big old tree. 
I forgot these people weren't humble folk. We've had so many of them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to flyers being evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose we can look past this. I mean, the goat is back. Exactly. And I'll As go I help. Say, we need to work together. That's the only way we're all going to get through this. Yeah. You know, you talk a lot of sense, Hedge. Kind of like nods to them. All right. We'll, uh, we'll put this behind us. Thank you. That's very, that's very big of you both. Very noble. I'm a big gallus. You both are. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> do, do, do. Well, that was so easy to solve. There won't be any repercussions from that. <laughs> yeah, cue yeah, forward like 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 two days later, the town are just like whipping the piss out of them in the stocks for stealing his from the city. Uh, well, teaches them to brand their goats. If they only do that, then it would be would it be an issue. Exactly. Now we have goat laundering. <laughs> Uh, okay, are we going after the idol? Idol, yeah. Okay. Um, so they came from Ashbarrow, uh, and they lost it along the path to Alderheart uh, once they entered the periphery of the forest near where it fades from the uh, Sorched Grove. So it's lost somewhere in around there. Uh, and in order to get there, you will have to do a conflict journey. Ooh. Okay. So if you remember from the brief time that you played Mouse Guard before, Ian, uh, not every conflict is a fight. Okay. Sometimes it's just a test of wills or when there are two people who want different things to happen. So in this happenstance the conflict is actually a journey okay where it is the goal of the forest to get you lost that's fair okay and then one of you needs to be the captain for this conflict as well tell me your goal and roll your disposition so i think but you see the most outdoorsman person around yeah Yep. Um, so what am I rolling? Well, what skill do you think is most appropriate towards navigating this journey? Uh, I'm going to guess Pathfinder. That's literally the skill for for this. It's not great, but I can use it. Okay. So roll that and add it to your will. My disposition is six. Um, I'm looking for traits here. Uh, can I use self-reliant? 
since no one is going to be helping me with this? Uh, no, because you're captaining a team. Okay. Maybe Yonk or something. Two successes, that's good. So, and then my health, you said, or will? Which is it? Will? I think they're both three, aren't they? Uh, no, my health is four, so my... Uh, health. Uh, health, so six. I I said will, but if you can pitch it to me how health makes more sense, I would give it to you. Um, well, we're going through the forest, and I'm trail-breaking, and honestly, uh, my character can very easily trail-break for the rest of these guys, relying on the strength of body. Okay, so when you say that you're pathfinding... You are more like path making. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that to you. And I got an axe to get through troubles. Technically, I should have called that, but whatever. Um, yeah. So he's basically just hacking, macheting through where, where. where... So that puts you at what? Six v six. Uh, six. Six to six. Okay. So. So Bucky has to go first, then decide whether it will be Pipsqueak or Spiky. And I will lock in my actions. Yeah. And I guess okay. our goal will be to find that idol. So, is there a roll we make to figure out what the forest is going to do? Survivalist. Uh, that's three dice for me. Good. You're the captain, so it makes more sense for you to do it anyways. Yeah. One success. One success, huh? At some point, the forest will defend. Okay, so... So I'm going to start. What is our goal? For the conflict? Our, uh, our goal is to find the idol, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give you find the idol, but I can give you find where it was lost. Okay, that's fair. Find the last known location. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking I can either start with... Uh, I'm really terrible at fainting. So I'm thinking I should either start with an attack or a defense. And there's... Well, what do you guys... Approach yourself with defense because... Yeah, we haven't lost anything yet, so don't start with defense. So start with an attack. Okay, I'll start with an attack then. Um, we know it's going to defend at least once, which beats a feint. So maybe I'll defend. Um, maybe it should be attack, attack, defend. Yeah, attack, def attack, defend is a good strategy, I think. Okay. Is that it? Are you guys locked in? Yeah. I guess I'll be what's your what's your order? Who's second? I guess I'm gonna be the last with the defending. I get bolster us up some healing or something like that at the end. Okay. Okay. I picked faint attack defend. So they so he just negates me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Lord. so you head off into the woods, um, and you strike through what you think is the easiest, clearest path. Uh, but it ends up being a false lead, um, and it leads you into a gully from which there is no easy exit, 
and you're forced to completely retrace your steps um, and go back around. Uh, and you lose two disposition. Okay. Ouch. Spiky. Oh, you attack. Okay. Attack attack. So I'm attacking. Um, I just use fighter to attack, or no? Um, because this isn't this isn't a fight. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, so what it's what attack means is it's not necessarily an attack. It's advancing your goals. Okay. So you want to use a skill that helps you get through the woods. I'm gonna use perception. Is that? You're there? looking for another path to get us yeah. out of there. Yeah, because I'm looking around, trying to find paths, clues, ways through the forest. Perception? Yeah, sure. I'll okay. give you that. Okay. So now this so. is attack versus attack, so we both roll. Uh, and then... Can I have anything that'll boost that? Uh, no. Um, actually, can I use sharp-eyed? I have sharp-eyed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, so I will use that to boost it. I got two. I got zero. How did I get zero? Happens, wow. so just mark it as a fail. Yep. Uh, so that goes under... If you have some Ys, I think there's some way of like, redrawing all the failed ones, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to link a document for you, Ian, because I just realized that you don't have access to it. <laughs> okay. Um, so you could use deeper understanding to reroll a single failed die on a test related to your wise, or you could spend a persona point and reroll all failed dice on a test related to your wise. But I don't think uh, either of these are related to your wises. Yeah, no, neither of them are related. No, so I'm just gonna take. I'll take the fail on my perception. Okay. So your disposition goes down by two. Ouch. Sorry, guys. Okay, so we're at two. And lastly, we are defending. Okay, well, you don't have to defend because you're at full disposition. And you guys are defending as well, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so there's no point to me rolling. Okay, so I will be using a healer to uh, find us some roots or something like that to give us some more energy in this uh, quest because we seem to be getting lost and, you know, it's a long trek rather than a short sprint. But uh, finding roots and herbs and stuff isn't healer; it's survivalist. Hmm. Yeah, aren't you a cleric? Can't you just straight up heal us? So a ritual, I guess for the yeah, maybe some blessing then for yeah, restoration, I guess. Okay, tell me what kind of blessing you're doing and who you're getting blessings from. Uh, let's see. Probably that will be from the the servant one. Would that be so? We have more perseverance. Uh, where do I have that cheat sheet myself? I got it here as well. Let me just flip it open. Now our goal for this conflict is to kill the forest. <laughs> no, death to the forest. <laughs> Uh, the Servan one is Kyarth, the Resolute. Yeah. 
Sure, we can do that. And I guess I will use uh, Gatherat against myself because I'm under my element. Need to be farming those checks. Yeah. Uh, Mark and Ian, you guys really should be doing what Peter is doing and trying to find ways to use your traits against yourselves. Um, there's never, like, there's never a okay. good time to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I know, Mark, I you said, like, it's kind of rude to do it in a conflict, but really, it's kind of not. It's no, part okay. of the game. I, I didn't know what the bonus was for using them against or for myself. You, uh, it, it gives you more actions in the player's turn. Oh, and okay. You'll, You'll understand that when we get to the player's turn for this okay, session. Okay, okay. Like, so I'll start using those against myself. If you That's use a fine. trait against yourself, then you lose one die from that conflict. Okay, if, if but the... you get you gain a check if you succeed, or oh, you gain a check because, either way. Either way. Okay. Also, if it's a versus check, you can give two dice to the opponent for one, or if it's a, a tie on a conflict, you can give the victory to the... Uh, uh, opposing side oh, okay. that gives you two checks. Okay. It's all in that document that I linked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you should maybe read that before next session. Yeah, I will. It's about gaming the system. So I rolled two successes. So our disposition is up to four out of six. Okay. And let's uh let's role play through the scene. So what are you what are you doing? Um so as uh, we've been uh, led astray so much that we've pretty much uh not gotten anywhere ahead and I just like sit down with us and you know before we start the next day I just you know say a prayer to Kerif, you know the for the forest um, so spirit and hope that you know this will be a moment for us to grow and okay as you as you say your prayer yeah. uh, the forest goes quiet and you hear all the birds and animals sort of hush. And everything that's maybe more than four feet away from you just sort of fades out of view into a fuzzy nothingness. And then you see Kareth there before you. Yes, my child. Uh, hi, just want a small blessing here. I don't need this whole intervention. <laughs> I take a personal interest in all who call before me. Oh, uh, thank you. We're just looking for, uh, well, place where an idol of, what was her Hen Was Henwin? Was it lost? Uh, it was Henera, yeah. Ah. Ah. So you call on me to find the idol of another? Well, it was more to bolster our strength as we we're heading to where it was seen last. So we we're on a large trek. That's the deal. You've made quite a name for yourself, Pipsqueak. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you. I will bless your journey. Good travels to you. And then she swishes her foxtail and disappears. Oh, that was Crandon? Ah. Okay. Can't play fast and loose with the gods. I'm a cleric. I'm not <laughs> playing fast and loose. I'm just doing my job. Okay, but your disposition goes up by two. Yay. Woo. 
Okay, next round. I will lock in my actions. Do um, we make an insight check or a survival check or something? Or? Yeah. Yep, you can make another survival check. Uh, and you do not have to go first this time, Bucky. So you guys can go in whatever order you choose. Um, since we have a blessing, uh, do you want to use your religion skill to figure out uh, what the forest is going to hit us with? Oh, please do. <laughs> I mean, if I can, sure. Uh, what will that be? Will that be a ritual roll then? Yeah, that would be ritual. Okay, time to divine something. One, two, three, four, five successes. Hmm, how do I put this? There is no path for you to take that doesn't drive you deep, deep into danger. Hmm. So it's not so we it's, we don't have any kind of insight on attack defense paint. No, because you guys went with the religious angle, and Pipsqueak has a whole thing going on with the gods right now. Oh, <laughs> stop poking the gods! I'm a cleric. That's what I do. You know, literally summoning them up every now and then. Um, okay, so oh, I don't know. I don't. Maybe, maybe tell me what you do for your ritual, and maybe that might shed some more insight. Huh. What would be so? We know that Kran's involved here. So, hmm. treachery, hidden things. So maybe for that ritual, I'd start divining from I know some some like. Patterns beneath rocks or something like that, just unearthing those and see the hidden patterns in all of this, seeing how the bugs scatter and so on. But how are you how are you praying? Hmm. Like I, I you're you're telling me mechanically what you're doing, but I'm more looking for narrative thematic. Yeah, like the narrative the narrative of it. Because that depends on whether or not Kren is going to try and trick you or help you. Hmm. Okay. Well I know that I owe Kren something. Some uh, favors and what have you. I sort of know the nature of Kren, which is to, you know, humble those that are, you know, so high and mighty and so on. And it's a god of trickery. So if I know that she's involved, then I guess it'll be more of some sort of uh, questioning about, okay, what's, what is that you want me to? do here because you know well I can't really ask to be tricked really so it'd be kind of hard to divine so probably just some like set prayers of like oh guide us Kren. Kren take the wheel. Yeah Kren take the wheel you obviously want us to go somewhere so 
Let's beat around the bush. Let's go towards where our fate leads us. Yeah, no. So what you get is that you are in danger, and wherever you go, you're going to be deeper in danger. Okay. That's that's what you get from that. Hmm. Well, we can't exit the conflict right now, now can we? No, you can't. Yeah, so we're locked on this path. Okay, so I guess from that I can gather that it'll be rather aggressive, so I'll be attacking or fainting. And knowing Crandall will be more of a fainter. So probably we should be doing defend and faint. Okay, well, I'll defend uh, first if you want. Sure. Okay. I'll do a faint. I guess I'll faint as well at the end. Okay. So, so now that Bucky has been warned of danger, he is um, going to be taking the lead, and he puts away his axe and just sort of pushes trees out of the way, so he's going to use labor for that. And he's going to use his shield uh, in case something physically attacks him because he's kind of expecting uh, an assault. Okay. Uh, so I'm locked in. So if you guys want to tell me what order you're going in and what your actions are. Uh, Bucky, Spikey, and me defend faint faint. Bucky, Spikey, Pipsqueak. And sorry, you said defend faint faint. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the forest is attacking, defending, attacking. Okay. Not the worst. No, that's actually not a bad matchup for you guys. Okay, so first off, it is attack versus defend. And that's a versus check, right? That is a versus check. So if someone wants... And I got two. So if someone wants to give two dice to Tyler here, I think that's uh, that one or two checks worth. Let me check my sheet. Ah. I think I'm. I thought I was starting, or yeah, yeah, so... yep, You're starting. Uh, if you grant me an additional die, it is one check. Um, I could give you a die. Okay. That gamble paid off because it rolled a two. Huzzah! So well okay, done. It's a check. Hey, how much did you roll, Bucky? Tyler, are you there? Bucky? Did we lost you? I guess we might have. Sorry about that. Oh. Uh, oh. I was just rolling. Sure. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Okay, so you go up by two. Uh, okay, so we're so we're back to six sex. Okay, next is faint versus defend, which means it's like the forest I is attacking us. I negate your faint, but I'm already at max, so I can't go up further. Yeah. So we can just move on. Yeah. Okay, so now it's my faint versus attack. Right. So you negate my attack. I do nothing. Roll your dice. Okay. Um, hmm. So I guess I'll. Maybe try doing a ritual. See that if there's something here that wants to trick us, then maybe trying to do some um, sort of counter hexing, sort of. Like, oh, if there's some 
calamity that's out for us. I'm not sure whether that's Cran herself or something else, but just wanted to do those counter magics, I guess. And yeah, I guess I will use spellcaster against myself because you know magic's involved and hexes and what have you. You know that this is a bad way to go. Yeah. So I rolled two successes. Okay, set my disposition to four. Um, so you set up your counter hexes, um, and it's great. It gives you like a boost in morale, which is uh, what accounts for the increase or the decrease in my disposition. Um, because you guys, you know, you just feel a bit more protected, a bit more sure of yourselves. Uh, but you, as the person casting them, realize that there is no magic that is actually being cast against you right now. Hmm. There is no, there's nothing divine or arcane that is leading you astray. It is literally just the forest being tricky. Okay. Okay. Well, it's good to know that at least there's something malevolent messing with us. Okay. Uh, how should we approach the next bit of journey? Um, I guess we should well, roll something to figure out what's going on. So, maybe, so yeah. do you have a skill that might be appropriate? Your uh, pathfinding was the best one so far. Okay, well, we'll go with survival. Yeah. I'm locked in, so you guys can discuss freely. Well, we'll roll survival to see if we can figure something out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to positively select uh, nothing because I've already used just about everything <laughs> that's appropriate. Well, I don't know anyways. Can you only use things once in a conflict? No. Uh, you can only use a trait once per session. Level oh, okay. Once per session. Level two is twice. So. I'm going to use oh, okay. a fate point, and I'm going to... What is it? Uh, uh, you can re-roll uh, because I have forced wise, and I'm going to re-roll some of my fails. You can re-roll one fail. Okay. Perfect. You can re-roll all of them with a persona. So, one success. Okay. Um, you have entered an especially tricky area of the forest. I see. I sense faints in our in our future. Uh, also, mark the deeper understanding because that's what you get for the wises for using that. Deeper understanding. Yeah, that's the uh, du. Under your wife. Oh, okay. You have pass fail, deeper understanding, and of course, of course, is the one where you roll all the fails. Because you need to have all four of them checked, you know, to mark it as done. Oh, this system's so tricky. So many little things. I, I don't even... I don't know, and I don't care. That are... <laughs> okay. It's I, just wives that are hard to understand. Okay. Uh, I'm locked in, you guys. So, okay. Uh, what do you think we should do? I can either defend or I can attack. Do not ask me to faint. It will not go well. I will I guess, faint. Well, I guess then you should start with an attack... If it's going to be faint, then we should be also fainting. So faint, faint. We'll probably... And I'll end with defend in case things go poorly, because uh, 
attacking when your forest is being tricky seems like it's dumb. Okay, that's so fair. Faint, faint, defend. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Okay, you guys are locked in? Yeah. Okay, faints down the board. Just triple faint. Okay, so we're going to be. Yeah. Rolling versus each other. Yeah. Okay. You can start the spiky. Okay, so spiky's going to. Um, let's see here. Faint. So, what do I use? I can use anything, and I can still use the same skills again, right? Oh, God. Yes. Why? You're a monster. We still survive. This one. Um, okay, I have to roll good. So I can still use anything. If so still... Yeah, but whatever, whatever skill you feel is appropriate and you can justify, you're free to use. Okay, okay. You have to make the argument for it. Okay, I have to use my... I get two dice from just that. And then... You can add your nature by spending a personal point if you want to wrap this up quickly before we die yeah i might i might even do that um so i'm also i'm gonna use perception again because i think that's my most logical stat for this uh then i'm gonna i'm gonna spend a persona point although i'm burning through them and i don't know how to get them back uh at the end of the session okay i'll use it to spend my nature because it's in my nature to be protective, and I'm worried. After seeing all this god stuff, I'm worried something weird's going on, and I'm Spiky's getting a little bit scared. Okay. Is that okay? So I get four dice from that. So I'm actually gonna. I'll have to re-roll some dice to do that. Um, and then I'm gonna actually do a negative one dice. Because I'm going to use Stubborn Against Me. Good. Get those checks. Yep. Um, I'm going to use Stubborn Against Me. So instead of using my like sharp eyes and listening to you guys to help me with this, I'm going to be like, no, got this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way out of here. So he's using Stubborn Against Me. So that's I have three dice from there. Four dice. Two dice. So, okay. So I just have to reroll two dice. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, and I reroll two dice. Nice. Okay, that'll be six successes. Okay, that's a win by one, so I go down to three disposition. Uh, Perfect. Aren't paints, uh, like, both of them apply? Is that attacking? Oh, right, they might be independent. Yeah. It's probably just like attack versus attack, so we both sort of do this thing and goes down. Yeah, I think you are right, Peter. Uh, faint. If played against another faint, make a versus check. The margin of success is uh, subtracted from the loser's disposition. So faint okay, versus faint is a versus. versus. Check. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So I go down by one. Okay. And Perfect. then next we have another faint versus faint. Yes, uh, that's uh, Pipsqueak has this one. Hmm. Okay. So, 
guess I'll use another ritual here to try divining where we should be going. Okay. I showed you the last roll. I got to show you this one, too. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh, that's good. All ones and twos. There we go. I have enough checks as this, so I think so. I got four successes. That drops it. That's it. That's the end of the conflict. Huzzah! Huzzah! No compromises. Yeah. Okay, so you guys arrive um, at the area that was described to you um, as the last place where they had seen the idol, or like they had they had had it when they were moving around. And, you know, they made camp. They put the idol in the center of their camp. You know, they, they said their prayers to it. They went to bed. They got up the next day. They kept going. Um, eventually, there was one point where they made camp. They set up the idol. They said their prayers. They went up to bed. They got up the next day. The idol was just gone. Uh, and they would have gone to look for it, but there were fire elementals that were coming from the scar. They had no choice but to just pack up their stuff and flee. Um, so they kind of moved out of this location without ever finding what happened to the idol. Um, and you can see the traces of camp, you know, all around because it wasn't wasn't that long ago, you know, like a couple months. So it's 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 faded, but uh, it's a large group of people passing through. They leave a bit of a mark. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we we'll start. Trying to figure out where this idol might have went. Bucky, what do you think? Which one? Um, I, I'll take a look, but uh, it's not like I can track it. I mean, can't you? Um, I guess I can roll observation. Yeah. Uh, hit me up with an OB2. Oh, great. Um, I'll use self-reliant so they actually have a chance. I'm not sure religion-wise would help here. No, you're getting uh, mucked about by the gods. Don't don't poke the bear. <laughs> or fox, in this case. <laughs> because we're looking for the idol with the religion. Oh, there we go. Five and a six. Yay. Okay. Woo. Um, so you can see that uh, it was dragged to the center of where they made camp. Because uh, it's like it's a it's a pretty decently sized thing. It's maybe like four foot tall, um, two hundred pounds. Um, it was dragged to the center, and then you can see it was dragged out into the hills that sort of skirt the borderline between the fires and the forest. Did they use this to protect themselves somehow? Well. Maybe someone took it from them afterwards. Or maybe someone was left behind and they took it with them. I hope you don't run into any more fire creatures. That would be mm. bad. Yes. Bucky kind of like, you know, sort of like unconsciously like looks down at his shield, which has got all these scorch marks on it. It's like half melted. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny you say that because you guys are very close to the scar now. And, like, you can see that sort of, like, wavy pattern in the air that happens when there's intense heat. Okay. Like, rising off in the distance. Um, and, you know, there are things moving within your eye line, like, down in the ash scar. Oh, boy. Like nothing's nothing's coming at you right now, but you guys are you guys are by the scar. This is not a great place to be. This is not a place where people like to. Live. Let's find this and get out of here. Yeah. Okay, I guess let's follow the trail. Okay, um, so you guys head off uh, into the hill lands, um, and you're able to follow the trail pretty easily for the first part where it's in like ash and soot um and uh and loose dirt uh but once you actually get into like the highland area where the ground starts to be a little more dense a little more grassy you can still notice like scuff marks and stuff and like upturned tufts of grass here and there uh, but it gets harder and harder to track i saw like bucky so roll something Um, yeah, I don't know. I already had to use one on, uh, a three dice on this. Um. Well, now that you have some trail to follow, maybe you can use, you know, tracker, because, hey, you've got trail. Track it. Sure, I'll use pathfinding instead of observation. Uh, I don't think pathfinding really applies to this situation. Uh, okay, shall I use observation again? Insight, hunter observation or maybe even hunter I would give you I'll, I'll take observation because we're not looking for but I what's the what's the OB three yeah I fail okay I'll, I'll take a negative on that as well because uh, I well, literally I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you um, a fail forward so you become tired uh, because you're straining yourself to the limit, uh, but you do manage to find the path um, and you guys slowly creep up towards a small dale where nestled inside you see the glimmerings of a camp. And is it inhabited or abandoned? Well, I mean, like you're you're kind of you're seeing the fire through the trees. You're seeing a little bit of smoke rising over the tree line. You haven't actually gone close enough to determine that yet. Maybe someone should. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up on it. Okay, good idea, Bucky. I'll I'll go do a little scouting reconnaissance. I'm afraid they'll see me coming from a long ways away. Yeah, give me an OB two. On stealth? Yes. Uh, I am going to use Nimble to actually boost me here instead of hinder me. Because I want. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to use. Um... Doesn't make sense to use that. I'm going to wait. I'm going to use that against me later. 
I'll just roll as is. Um, OB2? Yeah. That'll be one success. Okay. Um, that is unfortunately not enough. Uh, so as you try and stealthily approach through the camp, uh, you step on a dry twig, and it lets off a loud snap, uh, and you Uh-oh. hear from inside the camp, Who's that? Who goes there? Greetings, friend. Does that kind of move forward? No friend of mine sneaks through the underbrush. I, I'm i unusually silent. I apologize. I just come in to say hello. It's, it's weary traveling through these woods. You best turn around, stranger. Do I notice the idol anywhere around here? Looking Are you, like, going to the camp? Yeah, like, I'm I'm now, like, I assume I'm within eyesight of him and okay. me. So it's a, it's a temporary camp that has been set up. Um, and hang on, I just need to grab my book for a second. Yeah, no worries. You see about 12 humble folk um, okay. circling around a campfire um, with various tents. Um, and you do see the idol. It is on top of basically a pile of loot. Ah. Ah, bandits. Yeah. And all 12 of them are heavily armed. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'll kind of like mo- start walking backwards. Okay, friend. Whoa, um, hold up there, boy. You think you're just going to sneak in here and then sneak away? No, 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 no. You come down to the fire. You come sit with us. Let's have a little chat. Of course. And uh, two of the humble folk, um, a gerbine and a hedge, uh, pull out bows and uh, knock them with arrows and point them yeah. at you. Of course, I'll come down and join your fire. I say a little bit loud, like just loud enough so I know the others heard me, but not loud enough to like draw suspicion sort of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I'll come sit down and I'll pull out like... Does food technically count as gear? Can I say I just pull out some food and start kind of like... You can pull out food. Okay. I'm yeah. going to pull out a little bit of rations and start like trying to hand them around. Be like, eh, eh, hey. Uh, they bring you down um, and sit you at the edge of the fire. Uh, and the vulpin sits down across from you. And he takes your ration. He takes a little bite out of it. So... Strange seeing you so far out. All on your own? Well, you know, it's hard life out there right now for everybody. We're just trying to make it by. Kind of looks you up and down. You don't look like the traveling sort. You don't look like a farmer or refugee. Ah... I, you're right. I'm not a farmer or a refugee. I'm a carpenter. I'm working on my skills, but I got lost on my way between towns. <laughs> got lost a long ways. I, you know, I've never been very good at maps or anything like that. That's, I have friends who were good, but who knows where they are now? It's a shame. Mm. So tell me, friend, you worth anything to anybody? Um, depends. 
Everybody's worth something to someone, right? That's what I like to think. Now, who are you worth something to? Ah. Now, you see, I do have some good friends back at... Oh, what's the name of that town? Alderheart? Alderheart. I do have some good friends back at Alderheart. Alderheart. Well connected. Well, you know, sometimes you just are in the right place at the right time. Hmm. So, uh, you look a little heavily burdened there, friend. Why don't we, uh, relieve you of your burden? All I got on me is my stick and some rations, and you're welcome to my rations. Yeah? Your, uh, coin purse there looks a little heavy. You sure it's not weighing you down oh this old thing uh it's you know it's just for show really <laughs> well why don't you show it to me then um open it up and have some coins in it okay <laughs> he reaches over and cups them and takes them and close it and put it back on my adult eyeing them just Okay. Sizing them up sort of thing. What are you guys doing, Peter and Mark? Well, I think, you know, to said still here, so probably just twiddling our thumbs for a while. Okay. What should we be doing? Well, it's basically, uh, we don't have a signal or anything, and he never uh, arranged one. Yeah, he so. didn't make any bird calls or anything going in, so... Is there I, any... I loudly said, I'm joining you by the fire. Yeah, oh, so we probably... So we did hear that. In uh, a in a definitely, I'm, like, not on purpose tone. Okay, that's a different story then. Okay, in that case, um, Bucky will try and sneak ahead, and I'll just sort of... Uh, I don't know how if, uh, if Pipsqueak is very good at stealth... Uh, Bucky's not great at it, but he's not totally unskilled, so he's going to try and sneak up to these these bandits. Uh, yeah, Pipsky doesn't have anything when it comes to stealth, but he's you know got the racial stuff that he would try tapping in. But you take the lead, Bucky. Okay, Bucky, you want to sneak in? Can I help him in any way? Because I know they're, I assume they're coming for me at some time. So can I like. You could try and be a distraction. Yeah. If I, you I, tell me how you're doing it. Um, you're very talkative. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I continue talking to him and like looking around to keep his like attentions on me. Like as I'm looking at stuff and like kind of shifting my weight and move. Like I'm always fidgeting. So he, he doesn't quite know what I'm going to do next sort of thing to kind of keep their attention on me. Okay. Yeah. I'll count that as help. Okay. So Bucky, what's your role? How much do you have? It's an OB2.
You got this. You got a dice from me, remember. Rolling. Oh, God, yeah. Wow. Uh, six, six, five. There you go. Okay, so you prowl to the edge of the little clearing, um, and you manage to see, you know, the 12 humble folk bandits patrolling around. Uh, there's five of them who are, like, walking a perimeter, looking at the edges. They're a bit on alert now, you know, now that they suspect someone might be out there. Okay, so I have, camp I, have a, I have a plan. Uh, so this is a Humblewood or a small folk. Uh, what kind of small folk mostly is it? Uh, it's a mix. There's hedges, there's gerbines, there's vulpins, there's mapaches. So they've got like a wall set up or something like that? Nope. Uh, like a house then? It's a temporary camp. Just a little campfire in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they've got some like little lean-tos that they're obviously sleeping under um, and a pile of loot, but it doesn't look like they've been here longer than a day or two, and it doesn't look like they intend to stay very long. So my character's not the smartest guy, but he's going to figure out. He's seen bandits before, and it looks like my character's being kind of held captive-ish. Yeah, he's definitely being held captive. Okay, he's going to basically push over one of the... the, uh, the uh, uh, basically push over and completely smash one of the houses with a ridiculous brute uh, brute show of brute strength in order to make these guys realize that picking a fight with us is a terrible fucking idea. Okay, so you just run in and smash something? Uh, basically, yeah, in a way that, that would not be do- very easily doable. He's just going to sort of accidentally like like go in there and and and, sm- and smush it over and say Maybe topple the tree down yeah either topple a tree down if there's one nearby or one of the houses themselves toppling a tree would be more impressive because like i said these guys are just sleeping in little like lean-tos you know you like you sneeze on it it falls over yeah okay i'll i'll, I'll dump one of the trees on it okay so you're gonna push over a tree uh i think that would be a health check um how about labor or labor, yeah. Uh, I'll use labor, and I will tag. Um, what will I tag? Uh, youth, young for youthful strength. Actually, no, fiery. I never get to use fiery. Okay, uh, roll it, and then the amount of successes you get will be the size of the tree that you topple. <laughs> Can I use an axe for a bonus die? Yep, for tools. But it's going to be less impressive because now you're cutting a tree down instead of pushing a tree over. I guess that makes more sense. So I'll just use sheer strength. Uh, that is two. I'm going to use. Um, let's use Persona. I'll reroll all the fails. That's three successes. Can I use a fate to reroll again, or is, am I stuck with those? Nope, you can do that. You can burn points until you have no more points to burn. Okay, that is uh, six successes, and I am down two fate points and a persona point. Nice. Okay, 
Uh, and in the meantime, before we describe this, what are you up to, Pipsqueak? Um, I don't think I have much I can help with here, really, to get into complex. So I'll just, you know, let you know, Buggy take the lead. Okay. Uh, so, Spikey, uh, you were sitting there kind of like talking with the Vulcan. You know, he's slowly taking your stuff away bit by bit by bit. You know, being really kind of like charming, coy about it, but robbing oh, yeah. you. Oh, last. yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you hear from the edge of the clearing, just this great big... And this huge old growth tree just gets lifted up by the roots out of the ground and heaved into the middle of the camp. Um, and everyone just like scatters as this giant like 40, 50 foot tree comes crashing down right in the middle of everything. Spiky just like sits there <laughs> like knowing that it's going to just like just miss him by a hair, but he's not even going to blink. He's just like, yeah, yeah what? <laughs> Okay, like and then, dead eye staring the Vulpin. And then suddenly, this, 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 there's like a shadow of like this, like hern-like creature in, in like the forest in the distance. And then this friendly-looking Severon steps in, though a very big, huge one, and says, "You know, uh, Spiky, are you there? Hello, traveling alone, huh? Well, alone is such a loose term." Oh, I, he looks, uh, Bucky looks at the guy and says, wow, thanks for taking such good care of my friends. Oh, we'll be taking good care of both of you. And he reaches for his belt and pulls out a scimitar. I look down at the tree. Are you sure that's very wise? He looks at the tree, looks at you, goes, I'm sure you're very strong. But you also gave away your biggest advantage, which means I'm sure you're also very stupid. I think we'll be fine. Can I? And then he whistles, and everyone goes to arms. Ah. Okay. If you want to make a roll, you can make a roll. Okay, I was going to say, can I um try and like steal something off of him really quick? Like something yes, flashy? Yes, you absolutely can. Okay, okay. So I'm going to use Larceny. And I'm going to use Nimble for me. Uh, so that'll be six dice. Two, four, six. Because I want to do this before he calls everyone to arms here quickly. Okay. Um, like, what's the flashiest thing he's not physically holding? Uh, he's got, like, a bright red silk stash around his waist. Okay, okay. And then I'm going to use... A persona point to reroll fails. So he still his belt buckle, so his pants will fall down. And how many successes do I need to steal his pants? Or his, not? His, sorry, his sash. His sash. Uh, you need three. Okay, I got five. So I'm going to steal his sash. And before he calls everyone to arms, right after Bucky is like, or right after he goes, you're not very bright, I'm going to look at him holding his sash and I'll be like, ah, but I am. And I have a feeling you're not going to fare very well at the end of the day. That was a gift from me, mother. 
Well, the problem is, is I have a soft spot for mothers and a very, 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 very large hatred for bandits. So I will give this back to you, but you're going to do a lot of things for us. Uh, if you want to try and talk him down, you're going to have to roll a social skill. Um, I have no social, so it's not going to work. Well, let's go persuade a manipulator. Uh, I have Persuader. Don't you have um, Streetwise? Does that have a component of... Uh, I mean, these are bandits. You should be able to... I mean, it's still not... It's still only at a two. So I'm not I'm not rolling very high here. Uh, I can try and talk them down. But I don't really... Like, I don't really want to talk him down in character, is the I mean, truth. You can always... Let's just start a fight, then. Let's just... Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to fight. Well, you can always go to okay. so get the fails. Uh, I was actually kind of hoping to start a fight with Labor. I am going to roll two less die for my disposition because of your whole stunt with the tree. Who wants to take lead on this fight? Is it Bucky or Spiky? Um, either or. If you want to take it, Bucky, you can. Otherwise, I can take it. Um, I'll let let you do it with. Uh, I think you've got some nice opportunity to have, have set some stuff up. Yeah, I guess our goal could be just to steal the idol and get away. My disposition is nine. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay. Um, Yikes! And you rolled two less. Yeesh. Yep. Dang. Well, there's a lot of them. Uh, what do we use for disposition? It's health plus fighter? What's your fighter? Bucky, what's your fighter? My fighter is like three. Okay, yeah, you're rolling better than I am. So, And your health is four. So you, you should take lead on Okay, it. I'll take lead on this one then. Which makes yeah. sense. Um, so, is there anything I want to check left here? Um... Yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, my other trait in young. Uh, this is a really young, stupid thing to do. So I think that uh, uh, actually, I don't want to. I don't want to take a negative on a disposition check. That's cruising for bruising. Yeah. So take a health negative on your four, next. three dice and fighter, so seven. So that's how much you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's three dice plus four. Duh. Yeah. So, cool. uh, three successes. Nice. Nice. So that's uh, seven. So seven to nine. Okay. Okay. We're in this. Okay. What's the bandit's goal? The bandit's goal is to get back their sash. Huh. Uh, I think our goal should be to escape with the everyone and the idol. Oh, well, that might. I guess you're team captain, so you can pick the goal. But I mean, if, if you really don't, if you really want to, to kill these guys. I'm not but, kill them, but beat them bloody. Like, make them sorry, sort of thing. Oh, so you want to sort of cowl the bandits as, as the goal. Yeah. You really humiliated them by stealing the sash, so if our goal is to steal the idol and get away with the sash and we rope it well, you'll get both of them, and that could be good enough.
Um, yeah, Spikey has a long history with bandits, and he's not a big fan of them. So it's one of the only times where he goes out of his, like, nice character, where he deliberately doesn't... He, he deliberately wants bad things to happen to bandits. The last time we encountered bandits, didn't we didn't we lose someone? So didn't didn't yeah. uh, that was kind of a big thing. Poor Tintoof. So it's up to you, Bucky. Yeah, Bucky is is not a huge fan of bandits. He uh, the last ones he encountered were slavers who uh, killed a, killed a friend of his. He was just getting the like, and then so yeah, it's uh, I think beating these guys at the very least. He's not going to call a kill them, but yeah, um, so beat up the bandits. Yeah, make make them like, yeah, make them sorry, sort of thing. Make I honestly, good. actually, no, Bucky. I want to get out of here with everyone, and I want the damn idol. Okay, so you're just gonna stay out of here with the idol? Run away, or should we just drive them or drive them off? Yeah, I uh, guess... drive them off is probably a better statement because then we get all of the loot rather than just the idol. Yeah, okay. they have a stack of loot there too. Bucky's not vicious enough to kill, but I think driving them off at this point would be within the realms of possibility. He's not a huge fan of bandits, so yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Okay. I guess I'll join the fight as well then, and we're all good. So okay, I'm locked in. Oh, uh, anyone want to make an insight test to uh, figure out what these guys are doing? I got three insight. Go for it. Oh, that's three successes. They're going to start off by attacking. Okay. Okay. I'm going to... Oh, wait, no. Uh, Bucky starts. So, do you want to start off by attacking as well? Or do you want to start... Like, we should be fainting because that trumps them. Even if you roll poorly, we're still ahead for the whole roll. So. Yeah, I can always faint. I guess faint. that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I'm not I, I'm not grading with uh, fainting with my uh, axe, but uh, I, it's not the worst thing I can do. Okay. And well, just choosing fate still disables their yeah. attack. Yeah. So yeah. you you should choose faint then. So yeah, I'll choose faint, and uh, I will uh, unfortunately I'll use yeah I'll use the I'll still use my axe so minus one. But what are you gonna do? And uh, I'll roll fight. Uh, spiky hold up um i will i'll faint as well i want these guys yeah yeah uh, i'll probably put the fan at the end just to make sure that we that's that's a smart choice okay, We're faint, faint, faint. okay. they are attacking fainting attacking okay so to start off with we have Faint versus attack. You disable their attack. Roll your faint. Oh, hang on. I have to re-roll. I forgot there's a negative one. Uh, nope. What do you mean, no? No successes. Okay. So, no successes on your end. No successes on their end. Okay. Okay. Thing. Uh, uh, so, but uh, describe, like, describe what you're doing. Describe what you're trying to do. So he's swinging his axe around, but uh, you know he's just sort of getting into the, the. Everyone is just sort of dancing, or is is he's 
successfully predicted the bandits are attacking and he's moving to avoid them very effectively, but he doesn't have any reach with his axe. So it's just not very effective. Okay. And then we move into feint versus feint. Okay. I got three. Okay. Um, I'm going to use... Can I use larceny for my feint? And I'll describe how I'm doing it. If you can justify it well enough. Okay. So there's a big pile of treasure there, right? And yep. they've started this brawl now. And, you know, Bucky and I assume their leader are kind of going at it. And the others are making their moves. Spikey just kind of stands up from where he was sitting at the fire. Does a little bit of a stretch. And just starts walking over to their loot. And just making a big show of it. He's putting it into his pockets. Very, like, so you're pulling focus away from the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll give that to you. Okay. So I'm going to use Larceny. And then because I'm going to use Defender against me. Because um, I'm not defending Bucky here. I'm Okay. It's not. Yeah. So take a check and roll one less die. Okay. And you had two successes, you said? Three successes. Okay. Uh, that will be three. I can only re-roll sixes with fate points? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, is there any way I can get... Actually, can I use my... How does Wises work? Could I use my Skullduggery? Uh, yes. You can use Deeper Understanding to re-roll one fate... Roll, re-roll one die by using a fate point. Or you can use, of course, to spend a persona point and reroll all the failed dice. Uh, I'm going to use deeper understanding and one fate point. Uh, deeper understanding. Once my skull duggery to reroll a fail. And can I do that again? Or can, is no, not, not on the same dice. Not on the same dice. Can you okay. use of course? Uh, I don't really want to use it of course. Um, so I failed wait no do you put the how many how many successes do you have? i have three successes so we're gonna tie so it's a um, wash but i want it does that go down get marked under fail or pass on the wise or fail or pass on the... in this for your wise it gets marked on deeper understanding which you yeah. already done yeah um for your skill this combat is likely to go into multiple rounds okay so wait until the end of combat and then pick a roll that you made. Okay. To mark off. Okay. And that, but this does it count as a pass or a fail that would have marked off? For what? For this tie. Oh. Um, a tie. I think it would be a fail. Okay, that's what I assumed as well. So I'll put I'll put a question mark there, and then I'll mark at the end of combat. Um, with wises, the part of fail is when you're helping someone else, and then you get the. No, that's not, that's not what he's talking about. Yeah. He's talking about for his larceny skill. Yeah. Which is the skill that you used to roll the dice. Oh, yeah. yeah. The also, since you it's a versus test and you tied, you can get two checks by breaking the tie in their favor. So you so we'll take one damage and uh, you get two checks for that. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I'll take two checks. Where do those checks go? Do they just... Anywhere? Just they're just they're just floating around. Okay. Okay. I'll take two checks to break it in their favor. So we take one point of damage. Okay. It is now six to nine. 
And you are defending versus attacking. Yeah. So since it's a versus, right, then uh, I'll give you the two dice for the two checks. Uh, for oh my god, Peter. I don't want to curse people. Peter, we're low on health here. Uh, really had one. Okay. I got four successes. Um, I'll use a healer for this to bolster ourselves as we're. Um, okay. yeah. I got one success. So, uh, how many did you get? Four. Four. So, we're down to three disposition then. Okay. okay. Next round. Hey, that's me. All right, Inside. I'm locked in. I got one. So, someone want to make a test to find out what what they're doing? One success on insight. Mm, they're gonna go for the throat. So probably attacking. So we want to be fainting. Yeah, I'll faint again. That's I'm really good at that. Actually, oh, ah, shoot. I, I missed that. I had two extra dice on that paint, but oh well. It's too late now. Okay. Uh, uh, no, yeah, because yeah, we no, got a tie yeah. and you used yeah, your yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so, always, I keep forgetting that. So do we just want to do all-out faint? Hope they're doing an all-out attack. I could I defend mean, on the last one. I'm, I'm yeah, a yeah. little bit better at. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's a good idea. So, faint, faint, defend. Yeah. Okay. Well, Who's up first? Uh, I'm up first. Yeah, Spiky, then Pipsqueak, then Bucky. Okay. They are fainting, attacking, attacking. Hmm. Okay. So, first one is faint versus faint? Yeah. I'm going to continue doing the same thing I was doing. I'm just going to keep distracting them. I'm going to look the, their leader dead in the eye while holding the scarf in one hand and shoveling loot into my pockets with the other hand. Just you like... Blow your nose in it. Yeah, yeah, just like dead-eyeing him. Really trying to tick him off. Uh, five, and I go. I got two. Okay, um, let's roll this first. Hold up. Uh, that will be three. Can I use? I can still use Larceny again in the same turn, though, right? Or my Skullduggery again, right? To use Deeper Understanding on it again? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to use that. Fate point. Uh, go down to five. And you're remembering your two bonus dice? Yes, yes, I did remember it this time. That'll be a new success, and I will use a fate point to uh, re-roll a six, which will give me ah uh, no four successes. And you had three, okay. you said? No, I had two. Oh, you had two. Okay, so four successes. So I'll hit them for two. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like. No, Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is how it works. Yeah. So it is three to seven. And yeah, no, I'm just dead eyeing their leader, like rubbing his scarf on my nose and shoveling loot in my pocket. 
Okay, you can tell he is getting pissed, but he's like too busy with Bucky to like detach and go after you. Yeah. So he's like waving his scimitar around, you know, he's darting back and forth with the servant, but every now and then he just like looks over you and he just Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so now it's up for me to do a feint versus their attack. So it means it yep. Nice. Okay, um, I'll uh, spend my persona point to add my nature to this because we're doing a teamwork here. And I'm thinking about doing a large ritual to just bamboozle them and you know, hopefully steal everything and just run away. So maybe summoning the darkness, maybe calling on this cran here because, hey, we're humiliating someone that's so full of themselves. And yeah, just like, you know, call, call down the darkness, you know, a little eclipse of the sun maybe, you know, so suddenly, you know, disorient everybody as we steal this idol away and hopefully run away with most things intact. Go for it. Let's see, one, two, three, four successes, one more, that's five, we need two more. Um, what could I do here? Um, this be religion-wise to reroll my uh, fails here on this ritual? Would that work? If you spend a persona yeah, point. I'll spend my persona point to properly channel these divinities. Uh, that's two, three more. That's, uh, that's eight successes. Yeah. Okay. That does it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but you guys were reduced to three, yeah. which is half. So we need a major compromise. So should we lose some valuable stuff from their sash as we're running away blind here? I'm going to say that he gets his sash back and that Spikey has to reduce his resources by one because he was brought. Okay. So I reduce my resources by one. Yeah, and that's a, that's and a permanent so, thing, right? Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, so you do a great big ritual. Uh, this music here. Does he get his sash back too? Yes, he does. Ah, that bad. Uh, the moon passes in front of the sun. Everything goes dark. You hear the scurrying of a thousand feet all over. Um, and then as things clear, you guys are on one side of the clearing with all of the loot. The bandits are on the other looking very confused. Um, but as you run away, he does reach out and grab his sash back. Um, and he, uh, you know, like marks you and says, this is an over hedge. I'll find you. Oh, I'm hoping on it. I mean, if they want to get their sash back as they're going, didn't accomplish that. So shouldn't we, we get something for that sash? Or like they couldn't get the whole thing. Sorry, what do you it's mean? Like um, right now, they want they accomplished their goal and they took us down one resource. Yeah, and we accomplished okay. our goal. The sash tears in half. Okay, sounds fine. Yeah. So you have half of it. He has half of it's it. It's a red sash, you said. Yes. Okay. Okay, we run away with the spoils. Okay. Um, you guys can return to Elderheart and do your player's turn. Huzzah. Huzzah. 
Spikey's going to tie that like sash onto like one of his belt loops. So what was in the sash that was so valuable? It was a gift from his mother. Yeah. It's just a sash. I mean, yeah. that could be just him lying about it. We don't know. That's why we're... No, it was just it was just like a like scarf sash kind of thing. Like nothing... Yeah, uh, Spikey just took it to be a jerk, and then he wanted it back. That was Spikey. Because it was a gift from his mother. <laughs> to be a jerk makes it sound like... Uh... I mean, you guys... You guys still have all of the loot that you yeah. stole from them. Yeah. I was interested whether there was some more, some lead here that we, you know, had something to follow up on. Just curious. Um, Spikey's... <laughs> Spikey kind of looks at you as he's like, as we're bringing the loot towards Alderaan. Uh, when Alder. is it? All, Alder? Alderheart. Alderheart. As, he's bring, as we're bringing to Alderheart, and I'm like... I start like moving the piles into three piles of gold or loot, whatever it is, and like kind of pushes one pile to each you. Takes a pile and like starts stuffing it in my bags. I'll do the adventurous edition. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky yeah. will, of course, just make sure that the uh, uh, probably give this to the refugees, but. Yeah. So how many checks does everyone have? I have. Um, is it better to have? I have four checks. That's good. I count two from fails, one from a given die, and one from a negative trait. Oh, you get you get checks from fails too as well. Sorry. Do you? No. Uh, no. Okay, never mind. I get two then. You only get them when you use the trait against yourself, whether it's in a check, yeah. whether it's in a contest. Or whether it's a tiebreaker. So I got four checks. Okay. And then, what's the difference between pass and fail for your skills? Is it better to have some fails in it, or better to have all passes? In order to rank up a skill, yeah. you need to have passes equal to your skill rank, and fails equal to your skill rank minus one. Okay. Okay. So I will put that in my fail category then. There we go. And how do you reduce or at like how do you reduce your fails? You don't you don't you would never want to. I see I see what you mean. You want to earn both passes and fails. Yeah, but like, if you need one less, and you end up going over, how then do you... that's that's fine. You that's just fine. Oh, you okay. Have, you have enough. I see yeah. what you mean. It's a minimum of okay. Okay. Yeah, I see. I I'm okay. gonna be basically redoing my character uh, anyway. I'm presuming because some skills have changed, and you said we're gonna be doing a remake anyway. So yeah, you can still have stuff you want to accomplish during the player's turn. That's definitely true. I I want to see if I can get a hold of. Uh, my druid friend to uh, uh, child. to okay. yeah okay um yeah so I have four checks and, and everybody gets one for free everybody yep. got five checks huh. okay so who would like to start you do I do okay Mr. Pile of Checks. 
What's up? Um, I'd like to get a pass on my insight, and I'm almost at leveling. So, okay. I guess hanging out with the refugees, figuring out whether those two people are the spokespeople are like good people, I suppose. Yeah. No, I got something better. Uh, you go to a gambling house um, to uh, play cards uh, to kind of understand people's reads and emotions. But since you uh, really, uh, but since you really want to just like do an easy kind of run of the mill thing, uh, you sit down with a couple kids and you play Uno, <laughs> and that's an Obi One test for you. Yeah, that's a success. Yay. Uno, that. Reverse card. Plus two. What's up? You've activated my trap card. <laughs> okay, who's next? Um, Maybe do me last because I still don't fully understand. Well, it goes, it goes between people. Okay. Um, and what, what you do is basically... For each check, you can do something. Um, okay. It can be a skill that you want to level up. Uh, you can okay. either like work to get a pass for it or work to get a fail for it, whichever one you need. Um, okay. Or it can be something you just want to accomplish. Like if there's something that matters to your character that you want to have happen, then you can do that. Okay. Um, I will use one of my checks then to... I'm going to distribute the that money that I pocketed. Half of it I'll distribute around the um, refugee camp. And then also while I'm distributing it, I'm going to go around and using my engineering, I'm going to help <coughs> fix up a bunch of their buildings and settlements. Okay. So um, can that, that They're pretty simple structures. Yeah. So it's just going to be an OB1 test for you. Okay. Uh, that'll be three successes. Okay, yeah. So you do a great job um, of fixing things up. Um, okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I want to make and, uh, the homes a little bit better. And, yeah. As you're, uh, as you're fixing up, as you're distributing money... Um, and you know, fixing up various settings. Um, two, uh, a Jerbeen and a Mapach, uh, both dressed in white robes, uh, come up to you. Greeting. They go, ah, you, uh, you must work with Pipsqueak. Yes, yes, I have worked with Pipsqueak. Yes, we could tell by your charity. Our organization will keep a close eye on you. And then they walk away. Spikey's a little, like, kind of shifty eye looking as they're walking away, like, One of us. that pipsqueak guy wasn't bad, but I don't need anyone keeping a close eye on me. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, who's next? Uh, I'll give it a shot to that, uh, try and find the druid. Okay, circles check. Uh, OB2. Okay, I will tag extrovert. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Uh, so as it happens, you're passing by the gates. 
um, and you notice him coming through on his way to Alderheart. Okay. Uh, Ower! Oh, Ower! Hello there! It's been many moons. Uh, what's he like? How do you want me to roleplay him? Um, he is an older druid, uh, probably, uh, who's like one of the old-scale adventurers, but like, he's probably so, uh, He's probably so, like, last generation that he's not super uh, well-known anymore. And, of course, he's a druid, so he's kind of have a good idea of keeping okay. out of sight. So he should be, like, a very, uh, very kind of, like, older foresty druid. So. I ah, yes, Bucky. It's been an age. How do you fare? Oh, I've been helping out the refugees, and I've met a lot of great people. Good, good. I always sensed you had great potential. Yes, I wanted to, uh, to be looking for you specifically. Uh, there was a young boy I met, speaking of great potential, who was talking with a dire bear. Oh, that's interesting. It defended him against a fire elemental. You're saying this boy had the ability to command animals? Well, this one in particular... I should look into this. Where can I find him? Uh, he's in the refugee camp. I'll take him to you right now. Yes, please do. Okay, so I will go and basically introduce them. So if he wants and the mother's okay with it, you can pick up some useful skills. <coughs> okay. Um, add the mother as a contact to your character sheet. Okay. Who's next? Like, I have an idea. Like, uh, I guess this would be a good time to try boosting up my will, perhaps. So, what if I spend just like five checks going sort of like spiritual journey, maybe just like meditating somewhere, and just like you know, have that be enough for the race from three to four? Because I need like you know, three passes, two fails for this, and instead of just doing the rolls, just <laughs> play it out or something. Because yeah, those like what are you? What are you doing exactly? Um, I think that you know, since he's a cleric, then you know, yeah, maybe he uh, sequestered himself to meditate for a long while. Maybe you know, go somewhere like on top of all the heart and you know, just you know, be one of the nature sort of you know, try to you know, go for a okay. I'll make you a deal. You can spend the checks now and say that you're going to do a spiritual journey and that that will increase your will by one. But we're going to incorporate the spiritual journey into next session. So that's five of my checks. So I'm down to one. You guys. Um, can I do a similar thing to what Peter did and spend four of my checks for three passes at stealth and one fail at stealth and between stealth and skullduggery I'm going to go around the city and just kind of make sure because I stole that goat earlier and while yeah. I while Spikey doesn't what Bucky sorry Bucky you good there um there we go while Spikey doesn't mind 
too much about stealing the goat. He does care about these refugees. So between stealth and skullduggery and kind of different stuff, I'm going to go around and just see, kind of get the vibe of what people are thinking about this stolen goat. If there's any uproar, if there's no uproar, it's fine. If there is a little bit, I'm going to throw like some random rumors here and there that, oh, I saw a goat. It just like wandered off or, oh, I saw it got eaten by a wild dire bear. I, you know, like just start throwing random rumors out there so that like it doesn't get pinned on these refugees okay like like mostly let that it's got eaten and like a few that like oh i saw so and so that other villager like inside of the city yeah but i'm using maybe maybe i'll do that to raise my manipulator then instead of raise stealth but I mean, you could try, I don't know, infiltrating something for, like, do go so deep undercover to, I don't know, maybe infiltrate that secret society that's watching you, and now you just go in and be part of them, see what they are at. You're watching them. Who's watching the Watchmen? Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe to use Manipulator for that, yeah. That makes a little more sense. Okay. Yeah, you can spend three checks to raise your Manipulator to uh, spread a campaign of disinformation. About the missing goat. Okay. Do I still put the pass and fails in here, or do they get erased when you... They get erased when you level up. Okay, okay. That's what I thought. So, uh, so what you do... Let me just see what his name was. The Larek. No, no, Brunhild. Brunhild? Yeah. Okay. Brunhild is a council member who's known to have magical beasts. So you spread a rumor that one of his beasts ate the goat. Okay. Okay. So that's that's the rumor that you spread. Sounds good. Okay, who's next? Who's still got checks? I think we all have one left. If I did, if I counted that correctly, yeah, I think Bucky have the most at the moment. Yeah, go ahead, Bucky. Or we'll just do the two of you, and Bucky can jump in whenever he okay. gets back. Um, let's see. Uh... Sorry about that. My bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I would like to use my remaining two checks to. Uh, practice some uh, survivaling, if that's okay. Okay. So basically, he's going to. Uh, you've got the druid there, so we'll spend some time with his old friend, and he'll pick up some additional lore because he's got to pick up now that we no longer have a druid in the party, and he's helping all these refugees out. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Just uh, go ahead and spend them, I guess. Yep. So I'll raise uh, two two pass checks for survival. Okay. And last two checks. Um, I guess I'll just need one pass on circles uh, to boost it up. So maybe I'll take that you know loot we got from the bandits and just uh, use that. Maybe talking with the uh, leaders of the community, uh, Claire and Steven, to purchase some things that the refugees might need, like um, some medicine or some other, uh, how to get supplies from other halt, perhaps. Uh, 
yeah, because they don't need money directly, just need stuff that you know, money buys. So that's sort of the. Uh, I want to use that to you know get some friends with circles. How's that? Okay. Yeah, that works for okay. me. So that boosts my circles to four. And last check, Ian. Uh, I want to get my resources back that I lost because I lost one. Okay. Resource. So, um, I'm gonna go around just doing odds and ends favors for people and just slowly building up um like just taking very like minimal money from them but like doing favors but still getting some money and some coins almost it seems like i'm just basically getting back the exact amount that i dished out to everyone (laughs) you know like wink wink (laughs) okay uh yeah you can take a pass on resources for that Um, and I think that's probably a good place to wrap the session. Because we're certainly not going to do another GM turn, player's turn. Yeah. So I was Tyler. And Peter. Ian. And Mark. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off.